Material Components Episode 56 Fallout Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers, how you doing? Pretty good. Yeah, good. good. In anguish. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional yeah, anguish, well, I hope, not uh, physical yeah, anguish. Fine. <laughs> oh no! I sit on. I just sit on tax to keep me on the edge of my seat. Oh my god! Times. That's how you yeah. pay attention during the whole session. Yep. <laughs> it brings a it real sense motivator. of drama. Uh -huh. yeah. 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 Home alone's himself. Yep. <laughs> oh god. Just paint buckets uh, waiting to go. Mm -hmm. Okay, now we have to give the audience like a visual of all of this happening. Right. I'll make it an MSP. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I meant. I'm in a okay. I'm in a video, no, but it's, it's gonna, no, it's going to be on. It'll be on Twitter. I'll post it. Who are all of you? <laughs> Great question. I'm. Uh, hey guys. Hey. <laughs> hey. I'm Olivia, and I'm uh, Tears of Cloakbear, Child of the Outer Storm. I'm Elliot, and I'm playing uh, Cherish Iron Strike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. Hey guys. I'm Michael. I'm playing Sid Emberlight, Half Elf Rogue. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. In for, for now, <laughs> soon, to, soon to be uh, Dust Grawl, the Dust, just the Hobgoblin Dust pile. And all of this anti-energy yeah. leads me towards the question I ask at the beginning of every session, mm -hmm. which is oh so important this time around, I think. Uh, and that is, do you all remember what happened last time? Yeah, we're all going to die. Well, at first, before, <laughs> before, before yes. all of that, hmm. we were Whoa. actually doing a pretty good job. <laughs> we did all right. Mm -hmm. We snuck back mm -hmm. into the, the uh, inn that we were, for some reason, staying at. The Laughing got, Spirit. The Laughing Spirit. Got uh, Tears's armor back. We mm -hmm. did mm -hmm. pretty much leave Again. everything else. Again, uh, thank you for that. I appreciate course, it. <laughs> very important. We weren't going to leave it. No. Uh, well, so that, day, I well, will the wisp. I did. Yeah, I yes. did do that. That was yeah. That's pretty cool. Not part of the plan, but I'm glad I did one shot it. That was nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was some very handy polymorphing. Yes. Yep. Oh, so helpful. Um, yeah, that plan went pretty well. Yeah. Uh, um, and I guess just considering the end of the episode. Uh, it's yeah, really something hubris. was bound to go wrong. Something had to go wrong. Um, <laughs> Life is about balance. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. And the uh, dice do provide balance. Yes. Uh, and we contacted um, Commander Preet Keel mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. give him uh, our evidence supporting the fact that Sid was being framed. <laughs> that it's evidence being a warlock in a bottle. Uh-huh. It's evidence. Yeah. Well, it not, is evidence. Actually, you don't know he's a warlock or they're a warlock, but uh, a necromancer to be the very yes, least. Yes, a necromancer. Yeah. I'm a necromancer in a bottle. Um, doesn't fit the meaning. Terrible. Yeah. Warlock in a bottle works warlock just in fine. A bottle I'll call, yeah, I'll call the police. We'll get on. We'll get right on that cover. Um, and then 
we, I just like, I love, I, Rita, I love you and I love Grawl and I get it and I understand and love you, but we should have just fucking left. We should have just fucking left. Yeah. We could have just gone. We should have just left. We really had no actual tangible information saying that he had anything to do with the Harrowman, but, you know. And who I mean, is he, by the way? That would be our. Nobody. Our best friend. Our nemesis. Our closest friend. And um, all around asshole, Doctor Phineas Finebrook. Is he a middle name? This is true. Uh, probably starts with an F. <laughs> no, it's Keith. Phineas Fartface Finebrook. <laughs> it's a family name, okay? Got him. I'm not good with my words tonight. That's good. We put an audio based medium. But yes, you concocted a plan to confront Phineas Finebrook because Grawl's suspicions that this person was indeed the Harrowman killer was perhaps tainted by his own hatred of the good doctor. I have no bias. Which, like, right, I get it. I get it and I love you. (laughs) I get it and I understand and love you, but... (laughs) Also, oh, no. people are dying in the valley, but, you know, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> but using the information you had available to you, you were able to manage, you, you were able to manage, you were able to, blah, convince Commander yeah. Keel yes. of your suspicions and mm-hmm. concocted a plan to not only confront, but also arrest Dr. Phineas Finebrook. Mm-hmm. Which went very, very well, I think, <laughs> up until it didn't. <laughs> and what uh, what happened? Reed? What, what happened? was the what was the tipping point on that? Exactly? Well, the tipping point was when he freaking he he popped out a soul coin, just like, hey, it's no biggie. That, it, uh, that was right at the beginning, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's when it started going bad. When we started conversing like people, apparently. <laughs> you know, he opened his mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> So yes, oh yeah. you had a straightforward and civilized conversation with <laughs> Dr. Phineas Finebrook in which you tried to wrangle a confession out of him of really anything because you had been given very broad powers of arrest over Phineas Finebrook as he had been labeled a terrorist by the Haven Guard of Stormhaven. Mm-hmm. He yep. is by no means an innocent, but at least in the matter of the Harrowman killings, though, it appears as though he is unconnected, because he really had no idea what you were talking about. Or at least that's yeah, what he said. Mm-hmm. And it's real annoying. Yeah, and I don't think we uh, uh, Grawl rolled high enough on a insight check on that one, if I'm not no. mistaken. Or any yeah, insight checks, head. really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bad night for rolls. <laughs> but you had, while this was happening, split the party with an invisible always good idea. Sid oh nearby God, we're not even there. to observe the situation while in the meantime our good Cherish Iron Strike and Tears of Cloakbearer were several blocks away at a hotel called the Shining Globe, where they, with a couple of other officers of the Haven Guard, were attempting to use warrants they had received to search the rooms of Phineas Finebrook. Unfortunately, he had used a fake name. Yeah. Just... That's cheating. Stopped us in our tracks. We would make terrible buddy cops. (laughs) It's amazing how none of us thought of that before. (laughs) 
Well, we're all certified idiots. So, <laughs> yeah. listen, we are good at one thing, and we're not even super great at that one thing. So, jokes. No closing portals. We're getting progressively oh, oh, worse okay. at it. Oh no. <laughs> but while you were waylaid in the lobby of a hotel. The conversation with Dr. Finebrook had come to its end as Grawl, having received some information and having given some more information between himself and the good doctor, but not necessarily getting what he wanted out of the situation, had decided to stand up to leave. All the while, an invisible Sid and another invisible officer of the Haven Guard stood nearby, ready to move in on the good doctor at Grawl's word. And when that word was given, a dwarven officer of the Haven Guard launched a anti-magic grenade of some kind down at everyone's feet in order to shut down Phineas Finebrook. And it worked! Yep! And, okay, can we just focus on the fact that his clothes are, like, really shitty and he has been using magic to make them look nicer? Like, I just... Can we revel in that for just a moment? It's, oh, yeah, it's let really me write the that most down. important thing Mike, that happens. What, uh, what does he look like, clothing-wise? The suit is just now rumpled, and it looks like he's uh -huh. been wearing it to travel, as opposed to just, like, the finely uh, pressed suit that it usually looks like he's wearing. Other than that, his appearance remains unchanged. Damn it. So Just steam your fucking suit, dude. Frumpy. Yeah. Why Just do that when you can it, use magic? Put it in the bathroom while you're taking a shower. You're assuming he showers. It. He's better uh, than chores. <laughs> but, unfortunately... Um, unfortunately, the complete suppression of magic within a ten-foot radius of that <laughs> dropped bottle not only shut down Phineas Finebrook, it also shut down any magic that might be within that sphere, which includes the Pact Blade, which Grawl had summoned during the conversation, and any connection that he might have with it. Because even though the blade had been dismissed, that connection, that intrinsic binding between Grawl of No Legion and the creature Mott, which lurks in the archive, was suppressed by this magic. So that brought us to a moment in which the skies tore open and a bolt of red lightning began to streak out of the sky as a certain conquering god saw an opening. Can we can we just imagine for one moment a cut to the parasite mod just like what the fuck just happened? You dumb no. piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well like no, he just you know, like, sipping some elder tea and he just like, <laughs> just him lifting up his robes and running down a hallway somewhere. <laughs> So, <laughs> that brings us to the second most important question of the night. Yeah. And that is whether or not Master Sid Emberlight is faster than lightning. One way to find out. <laughs> there certainly is. 
Sid. Yeah. You've been invisible for this whole conversation. You were able to hear everything that happened. Yeah. Some of the words that were thrown around, some of the details are a little over your head. What a soul coin is, is a little beyond you. What a, uh, everything to do with the archive is still a little fuzzy on your end. I don't know if Grawl has gone out of his way to really describe what's been going on there. I I really just know that he goes there and that it exists. And that it's like (laughs) full of information. Yes. And I think at this point you can pretty much assume that Phineas Finebrook wants to go to there. Right. I want to go to there. But what you saw was the scene I just described. Yeah. A dwarf suddenly appearing, hurling a bottle on the ground. There is an extinguishing of little lanterns that were floating above this uh, deck of a restaurant that overlooks Mage's Square in Old Haven. Winter winds suddenly cutting back in where at once they were held at bay. The clouds above you suddenly forming into a dark, rolling field that takes you by surprise because you're used to seeing the the rolling storm clouds that form above Tirza. You're used to seeing the roiling storm that rests outside the, the Stormwall Mountains. But what you see now is a strange coalescence of polygonal clouds forming above Grawl. Like dozens and dozens of cubes that have been mashed together in the forms of clouds resting above this restaurant and tearing out of that weird geometric formation is a bolt of crimson lightning streaking down and there is a long heartbeat. You are already on edge during this whole conversation. Phineas Feinbrook has proven himself to be a deadly adversary and a cunning opponent. Your heart racing. Suddenly, as the clouds forming. The lightning tearing itself out of two cubes that have formed together. Slowing down. As things resolve and details become clear to you, you have a moment to do something. I would like to tackle Grawl. Oh. In front of you, uh, yes, you see the lightning bolt coming down, clearly coming towards Grawl. Towards who? Grawl. Okay, yeah. Grawl is standing there looking a little surprised at the the weird numb tingle that has suddenly coursed over his body. There's a dwarf who's still in the act of, like, coming back up after smashing this bottle, reaching for a pair of manacles that rests at his back. Having stumbled backwards, you see the form of Phineas Feinbrook, slightly disheveled, Uh completely bereft of magic for this single space of a heartbeat. If there was a moment to strike this man dead, now is the perfect opportunity, and you get a flashing memory of destroying the wisp in one fell swoop just last night and you see this frail weak professor fall into the ground staring up in terror and you also see Grawl standing there 
the lightning heading towards him. Yeah, I don't even think about it. I grab Grawl and I I try and tackle him out of the circle. You try and lunge towards Grawl in between a heartbeat. There's a... And in that moment, you make up your mind and charge forward. Give me... an acrobatics check mm -hmm. and you may spend as many of your charges with storm piercer and depending on how many you spend it will change the dc of sid emberlight trying to outrun lightning okay um i used notes um Oh, I don't think I've used any of those charges today. This is correct. So you have eight available to you. Fuck it, I'm going to spend all eight. I want, I want this to work. Okay. So you may roll an acrobatics check with advantage as you lunge towards Grawl. Okay. I'm going to do it one at a time. That's not bad. That's much better. Uh, okay. That is plus seven. So that'd be 23. So the DC for this check was 30. Oh. And it was reduced by one for every charge you spent. <gasps> so the DC <gasps> became 22. Yeah! <laughs> uh, as <gasps> you feel your body charging forward, rocking off the balls of your feet, lunging across, we get this panorama shot of the deck of the Golden Leaf. A crimson bolt of lightning streaking through the air, Sid Emberlight already in mid-motion, one hand on Storm Piercer, the balls of your feet rocketing off of the ground, and for a moment, Sid, you remember there was a scene in which Nine of you stood atop platforms in some strange resemblance of the drylands. Clay hobgoblins forming endlessly from the living earth beneath you as the last trial was corrupted by the presence of the deck of many things. In that place at that time, Storm Piercer allowed you to move as lightning did coursing from point to point. You remember that and you pray. Grawl, you have lightning coming at you from two sides now. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, one of them happens to be friendly. There is an explosion that occurs. And... Cherish, you've been getting updates about everything that's been happening 
via your contact <laughs> with your impish familiar, the lesser. <laughs> and he is screaming in your head saying, I don't know what happened. There was some big weird clouds and then there was some lightning and then everything exploded. And you were still lying on this couch, I assume. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But Meanwhile, I have, like... in the background, the two officers that were with you, Laloria Marothief and Ron Wilm, are talking with this huge uh, Earth Genasi lawyer. He's got this, like, boulder-looking head that is resting up top these, like, pebbly shoulders. Uh, Hormid Smythe is the uh, lawyer for the Shining Globe. And he is inspecting the paperwork that you've brought to uh, search the rooms, and everything seems to be in order here. As Cherish is freaking the F out. Yeah. Tears that the cafe just blew up. <laughs> <laughs> and as you hear that, the sound of the explosion, the... And then, yeah. 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 Yep. Mm -hmm. There's an echoing boom. Sense. Oh my god, we have to go to them. Yeah. I think Tears just like says that and books it out yeah. of the out of the lobby. Okay. Yeah, same with Cherish. Like So the two of you sprint off. You have a decent idea of where you're going. Um because you were getting uh updates from the lesser about where to mm -hmm. go and the pillar of smoke that's rising from the distance is a pretty good pretty tell. Good Cool, 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 Wow. Okay. I have a plus okay. seven to saving throws, and I got a 15, so. You feel this bolt of lightning strike you center mass, knocking you backwards across this open deck of this restaurant. As you go flying backwards, <laughs> take 16 points of lightning damage. Actually, uh, reduce that by half, because you made the saving throw, so down to eight. Cool. Sid's body looks like it is just a, a simple children's outline made of cracking white-blue lightning. So cool. super cool. That's yeah, like rad. super cool, like the coolest. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. As it collides with you, you feel it burning, but you also feel yourself being shoved backwards. And that's when your eyes are jerked upwards as your head is flung back and you see that crimson bolt at the same time smash into the deck. There is sound and noise and fury. You are knocked backwards about ten feet out of the globe of the anti-magic field. And there's a sudden reconnection with Mott that you feel. And from somewhere nearby, as the debris of this place begins raining on you, 
smoke and ash filling your lungs, and there's a clear sense that something is on fire. You can feel the heat, and it is in stark contrast to the cold winter air. Somewhere nearby, people are screaming. There is a thunderous voice that fills the square that says, No! I peeked there a little bit. (laughs) (sighs) Above, you can see those storm clouds, those strange polygonal shapes beginning to slowly dissipate, but it's still very upsetting to see clouds in the formations of cubes and squares that are just like made out of cloud stuff. You find yourselves at the edge of a massive crater that was once the Golden Leaf. There is ash and debris in the air, making it difficult to see. But it all seems to coalesce around a form that is now being given shape at its center. Dark wings disturb the air. A halo of ashen smoke begins forming. There is the clink of chains that grawl to you is an all-too-familiar sound considering where you grew up. And as the two of you, like, shake your heads, Sid, you're not quite sure what just happened. (laughs) Yeah. All you know is that you charged at Grawl and got to him in time. You heard that booming voice from somewhere, and uh, you turn and see this form coalescing at the center of this crater, and as the wings begin flapping, and as the halo takes hold, and the chains begin to rattle, you see this form of a dark angel beginning to coalesce at the center of this crater. Its skin is crimson. Its halo made of smoke flecked with burning embers. Chains wrap its body in a way that immediately reminds you of Lucrezia. But whereas she unwound those chains to use them as a weapon, these seem to bind this creature in some way, all of it leading towards a massive gorget that clamps around its collarbone and neck, There are runes written on those chains and on that binding that Grawl, you can read because they're written in Goblin. Spells of binding lace this creature, this angel of some kind. And it lets out a howl and it immediately turns and focuses on you, Grawl. And I need everyone to roll initiative. Uh, nope, just kidding. Just kidding. Okay, all right. Initiative. I'm good at that. 25 to 20. Fuck. No? Cool. All right. Nope. Mm -mm. I rolled so bad. 15 to 20? What's going on on the internet today? (laughs) Cool. 
Okay, cool, awesome. 10 to 15? 11 for Sid. 11 for Sid. I rolled a fucking four. (sighs) (sighs) 5 to 10? Seven. I got a seven. I got an eight. Guys. (laughs) Grawl, what's your dexterity? I'm pretty sure it's higher than mine, but... Uh... My dex is a plus one. Twelve. Oh, mine is also twelve. How do we yeah. resolve that? What's the scores? Uh, twelve each. Twelve. 12. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Didn't we run into this already? Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say whichever of you feels like being polite may let the other one go first. I mean, I feel like your situation is a little more dire than mine, so go for it. All right. Well, I I will accept. Thank you. I like uh, potentially not dying. So mm. yeah. I mean, Great my first few it. rounds is just going to be dashing. So I was going to say, Cherish and Tirza, you are two rounds of full sprinting movement. Unless you find some way of increasing your speed from this fight. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that makes sense. What's flight speed, Cherish? <laughs> It's just your speed, I think. Oh, that's... No, it's 60 feet. Mm-hmm. So, that brings us to the top of the round with the Chained Angel. As you watch, this creature coalesces into true-bodied form. It looks like a humanoid, or a human-like individual that has been twisted and pulled to look like a hobgoblin. Their nose broken continuously to give it that more bulbous look. Its jaw kind of distended in weird ways with metal fixtures that come up from the gorget to make it jut forward. Its arms distended into longer claw-like appendages that seem to be pulled by the chains. Its body dissolves from the waist down into a flurry of ragged, shadowy cloth strips that just wind and move through the smoke and debris. It lets out another howling roar and stares down at the two of you and all of the civilians that are now trying to claw their way out of the debris. And as it lets out a howl, uh, shouting in Goblin, so that only Grawl and whatever people around who speak Goblin can understand. Um, Is it loud enough to hear as far away as we are? Give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, perception. 18. 18. 17. Uh, you both hear the howl, though it's indistinct. You don't know exactly what it's saying. Okay. Because I do speak Goblin. So. Right. But, but it's, I can't make out the words. Yeah, it's far enough away at this point. <laughs> um, what it is saying, though, is uh, the Dark Ones will be done. Hmm. And I need both of you to make strength saving throws as okay. it unleashes its fallen glory. Ooh, yes. Yes. Uh, right. Uh, strength saving throw. Uh, 18 for Sid. Okay. 11. 11. <laughs> 11. All right. Grawl? 
You are knocked on your butt by this pulse of darkness that ripples out through the ash and debris from this creature as it lets out this shout. You see other people around you being knocked off of your feet. A couple of them, caught in the pulse, let out strangled cries and go over ragdoll limp. Oh. Grawl, you are also knocked over, and you take 20 points of radiant damage. Ooh. Lovely. The uh, Sid, you only take 10 points of radiant damage, and you are not knocked prone. Um, okay, gotcha. 10 points. Two Gryffindor. <laughs> Great. And yeah, it, it's hands by its side, it's shouting this to the heavens, and then seeming to like lower its head and focus back towards Grawl. Uh, but that is its turn, and that will bring us to Sid Emberlight. Okay, um, I'm going to use my... Uh, how far away is this chained angel? It's about 30 feet away. You did not move that far from the center of this place. Nope. Uh, no, I did not. Um, I would like to use my bonus action to um, separate uh, Stormpiercer um, into two swords. It doesn't work. Shit. Still in the circle. Okay, cool. Uh, No, you're not. But you go to try to do that and you're out of charges and it doesn't work. Oh! Oh, those are charges. Okay, good to know. Uh, Then at that point i'm just gonna rush forward and stab a stab (laughs) all right uh this thing is flying it is hovering about 15 feet above the ground Uh, so you're gonna have to leap off of something uh and the collapsed deck as i described last session the deck of the golden leaf was about a story above the square you had to climb a set of stair uh, stairs to get to up here the center of this place has now declined into a huge crater uh, Mm. where the lightning struck, depressing it down to ground level. You were sort of flung into some debris, finding yourself on the lower floor of this place. Gotcha. And Um, it is sort of hovering up near the lip of where the depression is. uh, So I guess I want to get up there first, then. Okay. This is definitely like a thing where it's it's hovering like 15 feet up in the air, about 10 feet around it in every direction is just kind of like shattered and crumbled wall and ceiling. Yeah. So there's no place to stand and be next to it. You would have to like leap at it to attack it. Yeah. And that's what I'm essentially going to try and do. Maybe like run up like one of the closer walls and just jump off of it. Um, Yeah. Go for it. Cool. Um, uh, So uh, acrobatics check for that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I figured. Oh, oh, that's good. Uh, 18. 18, yeah. You bound off of some collapsed rubble and lunge at this thing, coming straight at it with Stormpiercer, uh, who lets out a slightly weakened... <laughs> oh. Uh, Puppy. Okay. Stay away from my friend! Um. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's a bad roll. It's a really, it's a really bad roll, Mike. Mm. Uh, is it the worst uh, of rolls? 
it, you could say it's the worst of roles. Oh. It was the worst of roles. It was the best of roles. Just kidding. It was the worst. The worst. <laughs> Let me grab my hell dice. <laughs> oh, boy. Was, God. Well, you know. Uh, that was only a 36 oh, on that uh, percentile roll, so it's just a real bad miss as you go sailing past this thing. Sail! Um. <laughs> God. Yep, exactly. Uh-huh. So that's my turn. Nice. Oh. We uh lost Elliot. <coughs> Just briefly. Just uh, briefly. All right. Um I'm... so Sid, you fly past this thing and stumble down to the ground. Uh you are about like I said, fifteen feet beneath this thing and you're on the ground. You still have your bonus action if you want to use it. Um I am going to run behind something uh, and hide. <laughs> um, you uh. used all your movement to make the lunging attack. Okay, so... So you can try to hide right below it if you wanted to. Uh, is there anything, like, just... immediately close to me, or, or would I just be, like, getting low? <laughs> I mean, you'd be, like, getting like low Skyrim behind, style. like, a shattered table. Yeah. Uh, on his head. I will. I mean, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> okay, um, you can roll stealth at disadvantage because yeah, it's pretty obvious, but it's possible. Yeah, yeah. shot. Well, that's a one. So, uh... <laughs> holding up a piece of planking in front of your face, trying to hide, <laughs> trying to hide behind Storm Piercer. <laughs> Uh-huh. He got underneath a cardboard box in full view of doing so. <laughs> All right. That brings us to Cherish. Okay, Tirza, are you ready to fucking do this? What? Yes, let's go. Uh, I'm gonna... We're like running, jogging yes. as we're doing. Like, I, I, since she, like, Tirza went right after me, right? Uh, pretty close. Before, yeah. Yeah. So, like, basically, I'm gonna cast Fly on Tirza and like swing into her arms a la Orlando Bloom swinging onto that horse in two towers <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. okay hell yes fuck yeah cool um alright so I will just Tirza has had fly cast on her and Tirza will catch me watch amazing. <laughs> it's, no, yeah it's totally like coffee <laughs> uh the big question for me is whether or not Tirza had weapons and shield drawn. Uh, no, probably not. Okay. I was, I just ran right out of the. All right, need full empty hands for sprinting. <laughs> yes. No, I'm holding my holy weapons. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do with all these weapons? <laughs> just throw them, you know. It works so well. Yeah. All right, so that is a plan going forward. Excellent. Um, <laughs> that brings us to Grawl. Okay. Um, first off, as a bonus action, I'm going to use my curse on this fool. Hexblade's curse? Uh, my Hexblade's curse. Yeah. Okay. Um, start off with that. And then I'm going to cast a Staggering Smite on myself as my action. Awesome. And, oh, wait, nope, no, never mind, never mind. Sorry, excuse me. They're bo- those are both bonus actions. I can only mm-hmm. do one. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong one. Um, yep. And then I guess just a I reminder that going... conjuring your weapon does use an action. Yep, that's what I'm doing. Okay. 
<laughs> and I'm going to summon the great sword. Summoning um, it as a great sword, sword, then. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That makes my math very easy. Um, because as you summon uh, the great sword, that brings us. Are you moving all? Staying where you are. You're uh, knocked prone, right? Yeah. I got knocked on my butt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna stand up. Okay. okay. So half your movement. Stand up. Say, you hey. should probably stand up. Yeah. No, I, I do all of my combat from the ground. They never expect <laughs> it. Death from the ankles down. It's really hard with flying targets. Um, okay. Uh, bu- 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 that leaves me 15 feet. How far away is it? It's like 30? It's said, roughly right? 30 because it's like 15 feet in and then 15 feet up. Okay. Well, I can't do a whole lot to it then. So I'll just, I guess I'll just stand up. Okay. Staying where you are. That brings us to mm-hmm. Tirza, who has the ability to fly. Uh, yeah, boom, dash, but I'm flying, so it's actually 120 feet, which I think means we're there. It it would be if you weren't carrying somebody else. So, Oh, Oh. but I'm very strong. I know you are. This is true. And we're going to put that to the test right now uh, by having (laughs) you roll an athletics check to see how good you are at flying and carrying a friend at the same time. I'm I guess good I should cast fly on both of us. I can cast it <laughs> I, up to four I wondered, creatures. I, hey, you know, I understand the impulse <laughs> to want to be bridal carried in my arms. I mean, who doesn't want that? It's true. Yeah. Is always uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, handy. I'm really bad at math. Uh, 18. 18, okay. So, you make it off of the ground in a very Superman, like, well, if I've got you, who's got me? Kind of moment. Um, <laughs> how far up off the ground do you go? Um, <laughs> I almost said leap height, so like 20 feet, but then I was like, no, that's not how the human body works. Vertical leap. <laughs> Look, this is D&D. Your leap distance, teamwork. depending on your strength, is actually ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I think just like ten feet, so I'm like above pe- pe- people's heads, so we're not like kicking okay. people in the head. And that's good because this is the big city. There are crowds mm-hmm. of people around here, and I'm sure that some of them are like hurrying away where we're going to, so. and some of them are hurrying towards where you're going to. It is a mixed bag, all things considered, because if there's one oh. thing the people of Stormhaven love, it is street theater. And nothing says street theater like a massive explosion. <laughs> These fucking idiots. Oh my god. <laughs> and also, actually, I can only cast Fly on two people, but I only just now figured that out. So that's why I only cast it on Tirza. It's Featherfall that I can cast onto up to four creatures. Okay. Well, um, you can't cast it at a higher level. So if I can only cast up to fourth level spell, uh, and I can cast it on two creatures at fourth level, makes sense. Okay, yeah, it's perfectly fine. It's perfect. Oh, I I will just bridle. I am so and assuming you cast it at third level, then yes. Okay. Um, and I will also um, while we're doing that, cast Shield of Faith on Cherish as we're like. So zooming. you're not dashing then. Isn't that an action? Don't I use my action? You use your action to dash, to dash yes. Mm-hmm. And what is shield of so, faith? So shield of, is a bonus action. Oh, okay. Uh, does it require somatic components? 
Oh, I forgot that I don't have my shield out because mm-hmm. I have Cherish yes. in my arms. Correct. That's a really good question. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, keep in mind that I can now cast fly on two people <laughs> at a time. <clears throat> do so. Shield of Faith does indeed require somatic components, so yeah. uh, having an yeah. armful of Cherish makes casting that spell very difficult. Kind of wiggle my foot in a vague pattern. <laughs> uh, no, okay, that's fine. Then right. I just dash. All right, so dashing along, you yeah, you move about ninety feet this turn. There's the whole like getting up off the ground. There's the whole carrying Cherish. Like so, you make a really good distance, uh, but you don't get the full one twenty. Okay, that's fine. Uh, and you can see in the near distance as you end your turn the the ruinous wreckage of the place that was described to you. The deck of this restaurant is collapsed inward into a crater, and hovering just above it, you see this ruinous angel made of smoke and ash and debris and chains. Mm-hmm. Above you, you still see those strange geometric clouds, only now beginning to lose distinction, uh, but they are still very obvious above you, and it is upsetting. Mm-hmm. Speaking of upsetting things, yeah, let's roll for the these. angel decides to do nothing but look huh. menacing. Yeah, okay. Um, no, it is going to oh regain its fallen glory. Amazing. Um, and it will like rattle its chains and let out another shout. Uh, and there's that another pulse of black energy that courses out of its body. Uh, the clouds above it begin to, like, slowly regain some of their uh, cubic cohesion, and I need everyone to... uh, Let's see, the range on this is 50 feet, so yeah, absolutely, everybody needs to give me a strength saving throw. Uh, Cherish, you have a plus two to this. Okay. You also have disadvantage because you are being carried. Yeah. It's hard to get leverage against Tirza. Come on, come on, come on. Especially when tears are... <laughs> I also rolled pretty bad, so... Okay. But did you that. roll the worst? Oh, oh probably not. Oh, no. Did we all fail, guys? But... I, th- I think we all. What are our totals here? Ten for Sid. <laughs> I, uh... Uh, four for Grawl. <laughs> oh, no. I was going to say, I also got a ten, but you said it's a strength saving throw? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a nine <laughs> because I have a negative one to strength. Amazing. <laughs> Me I, too. I also uh, rolled a five, Grawl, but uh, I, 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 I actually I, uh, rolled a one. <laughs> All right. So oh. this pulse of Sorry dark about the energy fall damage. Sweeps oh, out from the angel's halo. Oh, everybody falls to the ground, and everybody takes 18 points of radiant damage. Oh, no, well, happening. I'm down to uh, 20 HP, y'all. So nice. this is going really well. Oh, good. This is a good fight that we're having. So far. Don't forget that the bless that tears I cast on everybody is still in effect, so your hit point maximums did increase by 5. It's yeah. 8, but yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, I've gone through all that already. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, long. Oh. Um, If you heal, you heal up to that uh, yeah. yes. hit. Okay. Uh, still at 20 HP. Cool. Um, I hate 
I hate to be this person, but do Cherish and I also take fall damage falling ten feet out of the air? Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Let me roll some fall damage real quick. Yeah. That's just three. Oh, okay. That's you're, not you're not that's that high up. You do roll down into the crowd a little bit, but though a lot of that crowd is also like falling to their ass. You see a couple of people resist it, and you also see a few people just like buckle their necks, seemingly like twisted by this force, and they just ragdoll down to the ground, their eyes wide in death. Oh, I'm gonna have to fucking murder this thing. Uh, not not to also be this person, but are there some concentration checks that need to happen? Uh, there is at least one concentration check that needs to happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. What is the thing? What is the? What do I add to that? It's to my charisma, right? It's constitution. Uh, it's a constitution, constitution saving throw. Oh. Okay. Oh, you have a plus two to that. Excellent. And you have to roll ten or half the damage you took, whichever is higher. And so you took eighteen, so half of that's eight. So ten is the number you're shooting for. Okay. Well, I got a sixteen. Well, then nice. you're fine. Fly is still in effect. Yay. Alright, that is the angel's turn. It's not really doing anything other than that. It seems to be happy with what's going on so far. Um, yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, that fallen glory is a pain in the butt. Um, and it is going to go to Sid. Yeah. As you are on your ass just below it. Mm-hmm. So it's floating down at me? No, it's staying right where it is. Okay. Oh, I see. It's my turn now. Not yes. it, it's traveling towards me. Correct. Okay. Um, well, shit. Uh, I'm going to stand. Um, so now I have 15 feet left. Uh, it's still floating. Same spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I were to... Let's just try this again. Um, if I were to... Bonus action dash, would I be able to do the maneuver I did before again? And hopefully this time it works. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I will bonus action dash, run to a wall, try and Prince of Persia off of it. Mm -hmm. That is my favorite of verbs. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Try uh, Yeet off of the wall. I prefer the first one. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Acrobatic. They're both descriptive, though. (laughs) Jesus, 10? <laughs> I'm rolling so poor. So, oh you can still make the attack, but it is at disadvantage. Okay, I will I will take that and will not roll that. <laughs> that, guy, that dice is going to jail. Yeah, I don't have a dice jail, but dice jail. if I did. Dice jail. Um, it's okay. That would be... I'm assuming a 13 doesn't hit. 13 does not hit. It floats gently out of your the, the arc of your strike. Uh, it doesn't oh. even really seem focused on you. God damn it. Um, I forgot. I made a, a acrobatics check, so I get to recharge my wand. So uh, I can do that once, once a day. If you succeed if at that check. Yes. Um, I think I've succeeded a couple of acrobatics checks you succeeded the first one but you didn't remember the wand that time okay so i have to do it at the <laughs> i would appreciate the, it if you did it at the appropriate moment yes no worries um <laughs> so you would say that i did not succeed the 
acrobatics check. So I'll wait. Considering you rolled at disadvantage on the attack roll? No, I don't think you did. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Um, And then how much more movement do I have? Did I use all of it? You used all of your movement to get up and at this thing. That's fine. Okay. That will bring us to Cherish. Okay. Cherish, uh, as you, like, shake yourself off and... uh, What are you doing? Okay. Oh. Oh, quick question, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, did the the bottle that broke did that make the uh, hat of disguise stop working? Uh, for the brief moment that the field still existed, yes. Okay, but now I'm still Jeff of the. Uh, no, now you. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. Hmm. Well, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I'm wondering if it oh. reset the hat. That's all I'm wondering. I would be I, fine with it. Idly in my head. Um, I'm going to roll percentile. High or low? High. That is a 24. So yeah, the the hat. Uh, the hat was turned off and on again, and it has reset to baseline. So now you're just Sid wearing a doofy hat. Okay, that's fine. Whether or not you realize that's another matter entirely, though. I'm not even thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so we're, Tirza and I are both on the ground, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to dismiss Fly... Okay. Um, and I am going to. Yeah, I know. I forgot that they're both. I can't cast two concentration spells. Uh, uh, yeah. Because I'm going to cast slow on the um this angel. Okay. Brad. The range on that on that is 120 feet. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to cast it, like, at center mass. Am I going to catch Grawl or Sid in that as well? What's the radius on the effect? 40 feet. Yes, absolutely. Okay, then I'm going to spend one source... Uh, one you source cannot effect? see either of them, though. Um, because they are in the wreckage of the... So, Grawl and Sid true. are in there, but I don't... Uh, Cherish wouldn't necessarily know that. I mean, maybe Cherish saw me jump at it twice, but I don't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or at I least th- the one time. Um, ye, Cherish was still on the ground, like face planted in the crowd. So I don't. Uh, That's fair. Give me a perception check, and we'll see. Okay. If you saw Sid flailing at this thing, <laughs> so effectively, I'm very good at fighting things at range, guys. <laughs> I'm so good at it. Oh, that's a nat 20. <laughs> oh. oh. Well, Cherish is aware of everything happening, right? Actually, <laughs> yes. You are aware of a couple of things, actually. Um, so not only do you see Sid flailing at this thing uh, <laughs> so, somewhat uselessly. Um, yeah. Aw, he's trying. He's trying so hard. Poor yeah. bud. You also see several other forms coalescing out of the smoke and ash of the remnants of this place. They're Mm -hmm. tiny little impish forms of, like, elemental creatures of smoke and cinder beginning to form out of the debris of this place as the power of the angel is exuded over and over again. Oh. What you also see with a natural 20... (laughs) <laughs> something you're not going to like and that is figures uh, in the crowd moving towards the situation with brands on their arms fuck me running no i love this i love this information actually have gone worse <laughs> i straight up adore this information actually i mean it's good to know uh, not that any of us 
except for Cherish know it. So you see it like two people rush past, and as you're picking yourself up, looking up at their swinging arms as they move past you, you catch a, a glimpse with that natural 20 of the brand on the inner crook of their left arms as they're moving through the crowd towards the situation. They seem to be ignoring you, though. Hey, maybe they're some of Jeremiah Payne's people. <laughs> they're just really far away. Uh, I'm going to say to Tirza, we got cultists, so just keep an eye out. Um, and I'm going to cast slow. Um, I'm if I see since I see Sid, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that Grawl is nearby. So I am going to spend a sorcerer point to make it so that. Well, I guess read me the wording on careful spell. Yeah, I know. I gotta. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good. I I, I like the plan here. Don't get me wrong. I just mm-hmm. don't know if you'd be capable of targeting the spell like this. Yeah, that's a good point. Careful. <coughs> oh, God. Um, you can protect some of those creatures to do so. Spend one sorcery point and choose creatures up to your charisma fire. It does not say you need to see them, actually. Uh, yeah. So, awesome. Yeah, you can just choose to not specifically target Grawl and Sid. That's really cool. Nice. Yeah. It's the power of friendship. It's just like, Maz, please don't hurt these these guys. Your magic <laughs> intrinsically knows the animus signatures of your friends and chooses yeah, to ignore them. It's Maz's dumbass uh, radar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, way, I sense cute. idiots in that rubble. <laughs> My idiots. And this creature needs to make a what kind of saving throw? A wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. Unfortunately, the DC is not very high, so... That is a 13 on oh. wisdom saving throw. That was over the plus The DC is a 14! Yeah, okay, so. hell yeah. Angel is slowed. That is nice. not good. Movement halves. Nice. Minus two to AC and deck saves. Yeah. Cannot use reactions. Uh-huh. Can use an action or a bonus action, but not both, and yep. cannot make more than one attack per turn. So everybody keep that in mind. Ooh, nice. And if he tries to cast a spell, let me know. Right. Uh, okay, and it can make oh. a saving throw at the end of each of its turns. All right. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. All right, cool. <sighs> no legendary actions for the angel. So sad. Um. That will... Are you moving at all? Staying where you are? Um, I get up. Yep. For sure. I'm assuming you did that just so you could see over the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and as you, like, are staring around and casting this spell, you see the angel begin to slow down. Its wings just, like... <sighs> though it's apparently staying in the air, not via the power of its wings, that might just be an affectation of this divine yeah. creature. Uh-huh. Hashtag sort aesthetic. magic. That will bring us to Grawl. Sweet. Uh, I'd like to stand up. Yep, you, you stand back time. up. Well, yeah, and then he got knocked down I got, again. Oh, yeah, did you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, because I rolled a two. But as the um, old words go, <laughs> you get knocked down, you get up again, ain't never going to keep you down. Mm-mm. And Man, we are definitely going to need some whiskey drinks drink, later. I was just about to say. <laughs> I don't. I think I got the the order right, but anyways, um, 
All right. Well, I stand up. That's half my movement. It's 15 feet away. And 15 feet up. 15 feet up. So, yeah, I'm not going to be able to hit this thing with any sort of swing. Um, so I am going to hit this this swing, this wing boy with um, with an Eldritch Blast. <gasps> okay. The rare Eldritch been, Blast yeah, makes an appearance. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Damn it. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been. It's me. Oh, God. It's okay, been more so... than one week. <laughs> All right. So, making some attack rolls against this thing. It has some yes. minuses to AC because of the slow. Fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. That is a dirty 20. Dirty 20 is going to hit. And I. Nice. And. Yep. Yay. Okay. So, how much time? Yeah. Um, where's my D10? There it is. Okay. And I'm. Because everything casts at higher levels, this is two beams, yeah. Two beams, yep. Uh, first one is a ten. Ten damage. And second one, death, death, death roll attack for both yes, you beams? Do. Or, okay, never mind. Uh, that is also a dirty 20. That is also a hit. Uh, that's a one. And we find balance in all things. Um, yep. <laughs> I feel like the balance is not in our favor this fight. So. Yeah. yeah. So It'll wrap back around. Don't worry. When we're all dead, everything will be just right. Moving at all, staying where you are. Um, you're still in the crater of this collapsed restaurant. Yeah, I don't know how I'm ever gonna like hit it without like jumping to get it so i guess i'll move uh like 10 feet back like into the collapsed building that was below the uh the cafe oh yeah that's right that's all you can pushed. i mean I you can get back in there it's possible you could no. try to like hack your way out onto the street because uh, we're surrounded yeah. by the building itself right yeah Oof. Okay, so we're kind of in like a makeshift little like battle arena. Kinda. It's with like Kinda. collapsed building all around you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No, I guess I'll just I'll I'll keep my distance. Okay. So you're staying at the periphery. Cool. Yep. That will bring us to Tirza. Uh, yeah. So first of all, I remembered I, my holy symbol. If I am using the Shamaran charm it's just it's on me right so right. i don't have to like hold it okay so i could have done shield of faith but that's beside the point the point is <laughs> um well i believe the holy symbol only replaces material components it does not replace verbal or somatic oh, you are right yeah um Nice look, by the way, at material components, Elliot. I appreciate it. Um, I am, however, just gonna run up. Are we? We're sixty feet away. You 30 are feet away. definitely within fifty. Forty feet yeah. away. Okay. Um, then I will just run a cash twenty feet up and uh, draw a. So 20 feet gets you to the edge of the building, and from there mm -hmm. you're kind of looking up a wall to the what's left of the patio above you, and you sort of lose line of sight on the angel itself. So you oh, if to... I run below it? Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm, I'll stay my 40 feet okay. away. 
Um, Storm strike. Yeah. Strike. I'm going to do my thing. Storm strike. My, my one thing I can do. <laughs> All right. So and obviously I'm going to hit this, try to hit this fool. You're hurling a javelin at the angel? Yes. All right. And you are also attempting a storm strike? Yes. Okay. So, first of all, need to make an attack roll against the angel. Mm-hmm. That's a net. That's a that's a net twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so roll me some javelin damage, then roll me some of that sweet, sweet lightning damage. Can I put a divine smite on that? No, I'm kidding. Um actually, hmm. I can't remember. We've had this conversation before. I but... know we have, and I keep having to double check, but I will double check again because that I think is my you job. Can. I, I think that's. Well, I'm. Divine Smite is specifically if you take the melee attack action, you can do it. Storm Strike, uh, I believe you're making the thrown weapon attack as part of yes. the Storm Strike. Yes. Yeah, so no. Um, okay. That is three uh, piercing damage. And does not seem to be as effective as you would want it to be, but okay. That's yeah. Just letting you know that for piercing damage. Uh, it has to make a deck save. Right, and it was doing so at disadvantage because you hit. And, yes. Ooh, that's not. Good. And it also has negative two to that. Right. So eleven is its deck save. <laughs> no, that doesn't make it. Mm, mm, <laughs> um, mm. it takes. Let's see. Uh, 22 lightning damage. <laughs> okay. There is a crackling snap as the air around Tirza coalesces into this rumbling bolt of electricity that shoots out between her and the javelin she just launched in a very, like, lightning rod-esque sort of way. As the bolt of lightning courses through this angel, there's a rumble in the sky above you, and if you glance upwards, you'll see those strange cubic clouds now at war with more roiling storm clouds that have swept in from nowhere in particular. Nice. And if this creature could use reactions, something fun would have happened, but it can't, so it won't. Um... <laughs> nice. Um, Casting spells effectively. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I would like to use my bonus action to, um, uh, cast Shield of Faith for realsies. Okay. On whom? Cherish. Cherish. All right. And you are remaining the 40 feet away? Uh, yeah. Okay. I will do that. All right. So, the crowd is still streaming around you, most fleeing, some moving towards the scene. You can see in the crowd there are a couple of Haven Guard uniforms streaking towards the scene, maybe trying to do some good. There are also uh, other figures that are moving forward, and as they do, you can see a, a tall, broad figure with swept-back mane of blonde hair falling down around his shoulders will move out into the crowd and say, There are creatures emerging! Quickly, stop them from attacking the crowd! And you will see people lifting up their left arms and throwing up symbols and spiritual weapons emerging to attack the strange smoke magma creatures that are emerging from the debris. 
Fuck. This is my Fuck. worst nightmare. <laughs> oh, God. That will bring us up to the top of the round with the angel. Yep. And it does not get back its fallen glory. That's good. So it will, like, heave its body shaking, the chains rattling. Uh, yeah, from outside, Tirza and Cherish, by the way, you noticed that six of those strange elemental imp-like creatures had coalesced out of the smoke and were beginning to charge outwards, probably to wreak havoc, but cultists mm -hmm. have stepped up out of the crowd to fight them off. Seemingly at the direction of this very handsome individual. Oh, weird. weird. Wonder, wonder who that is. Strange. Also, girl. Stupid, too. stupid, stupid, stupid. Look, Phineas Feinbrook was meeting somebody today. Um, uh, <laughs> as yeah, we, I mean, <laughs> as we get to the angel, it can't really do much because of the slow. That is really annoying. Uh, but it will stare down at Grawl, who is still near the periphery. Um, its movement is halved, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh -huh. though that still means it is 30 feet because of its fly speed. Um, and it will hold out a hand, and you see as it stares at Grawl, a symmetrical-looking greatsword will form in its hand out of ash and smoking flinders of burning coal. It's like this dark smoke and fire greatsword that appears in its hands. <sighs> cool. Another thing that's probably not going to be affected by fire damage. And despite the slow movement... It still moves with a terrifying speed. It seems as though if this thing wasn't slowed down, it would be even more frightening to behold. God. As it is, its movement speed is only 30, and it will go straight for Grawl. Yeah. And it is only going to get one attack off with this sword. Well, that's not great. But still an 18. Ooh. Yeah, that 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 hits. Cool. So, y'all, I got twenty HP. Not for long. Not for long. <laughs> Please let it be less than twenty. There. I can't see you, or it would be helping. <laughs> so many deaths. So many deaths. So, you are taking uh, ten points of slashing damage as this sword coalesces into sol solidity as it strikes at you. Though the fire still courses through you as these burning cinders strike at you s at your skin, you also take an additional nine points of fire damage. Oh! Oh! Thank God it only has one attack, though. Am I right? <laughs> that math worked out quite nicely, eh? Oh, my God. That was unintentional. Oh, hmm. man. And yeah, that's its turn. Um, that brings cool. us to Sid. Sid, the angel, is now down at ground level, and it is right in front of Grawl. <sighs> Time to do my thing. Uh, I'm going to charge at it uh, and try and Oh, flank. I forgot. It needs to make a saving throw. It does. Oh, yes, it does. A wisdom saving throw. Does a 16 make it? Yes. Okay. You see right. its body begin to speed back up. Okay. Well... Grawl just jump down here into my arms. It'll be okay. We're like surrounded by crater. Yeah. 
kind of just us. Um, yeah, I'd like, I'd like to um, run up. Uh, at, it's focusing on Grawl and it's like, and I'm just like, I'm standing right. I don't say anything, but I'm just thinking like standing right here. All right, fine. And I'm gonna, just going to stab it right in the back. Okay. Um, flanking with Grawl. Okay. That would be a 23. That'll hit. Nice. <laughs> sneak attack, sneak attack. How much damage does sneak attack do? Not <laughs> great. I, I keep rolling. But you got six. Jeez. Terrible. Um, plus four. Do I get a uh, Storm Piercer Charisma bonus on that? Yes, you do. Okay, so uh, only um, seventeen damage. Seventeen. Okay. I hate. I, I hate that you. That's pretty low. I, it's really low. I. It's it was. Low. It was three ones and a three. <laughs> But you always say it like that. You're always like, it's only <laughs> 17 damage. When I when my max is like 39 damage, like uh, 17 pretty bad. <laughs> Alright. That will bring us to Cherish. Um, am I can I still see the angel from where I am? No, it has descended down into the building. Fuck. You do feel the spell ending though. Yeah. And Grawl, you are on deck. Yep. The uh, are all of the little creatures have they all been taken care of? They're all engaged. They're by no means dead. The cult really hasn't had time to do go full ham on these things. Are we more concerned about PR or getting out of this alive? Isn't that always <laughs> the question. Reed's face. You're asking uh, uh, Tears. Uh, it won't matter if I'm dead. <laughs> Tears is like, least. what is PR? <laughs> <laughs> Says the legitimate cultist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are you doing, Cherish? Um, I am going fly again. <laughs> to, I mean, right, it's either I cast fly on you and I, um, or I pop off some magic missiles at these imps. And Cherish, with all of your arcane studies, you would know that these creatures are called methods. Methods, yeah. They're like minor elementals. Fuck. <laughs> um, now you know shit. how I feel like all of the time. I just, I want to... Mm. That. No, I think I'm my 
I think I'm more concerned with what's happening in the crater. So I'm going to cast uh, Fly on myself in Tirza. Okay, so casting it at 4th level? Yes. Alright. And doing anything else? Um, I am going to use my movement speed to fly up and get a look at what's going on. You absolutely can. With a fly speed of 60, you can get up and over, and looking down into the crater, you see the scene below you is Grawl standing at the edge of the crater, the angel just in front of him with a huge, uh, burning, smoky greatsword, and he is looking rough. Uh, meanwhile, Sid is directly behind the creature. You can see it in all of its horrible, twisted glory. Uh, the chains wrapped around its body, you see, have those goblin runes inscribed on it. The gorget around its neck is pulsing with dark light, seeming to compel it forward. That will bring us to... Grawl. Okay. Um, I have... One hit point left. Yes. So this needs to. Uh... This well, I could cast invisibility on myself. Yeah, I could cast invisibility on myself and try and run away, and it won't work because I'm in a pit. <laughs> oh, and I forgot to do something last turn, and I apologize. Uh, Grawl, give me a concentration check to see if your smite is still going. Oh, I, uh, I never, I, I never used it because it was a bonus, uh, it was a bonus action, and I could only do it. Uh, I used uh, right, uh, right, right, right. Yeah. So I never, I never, I never got used it, it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. That's good. Yep, yep, yep. No concentration no, checks. You're on, you're on top of it. Um. Yeah. So I guess what I'm going to do is just that. Uh, I'm going to cast staggering smite on myself. And I am going to try and swing away at this fool with you my have advantage. Sword. You yep. are flanking, so you have advantage on the attack. Which is... Um, what was my bonus to this? Should be seven, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry, I got really excited. That's a, that's a nat 20. Woo! Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So I'm critting. Oh. That's okay. what I'm talking about. <sighs> okay. 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 Thank God for advantage. Well, okay. The first one was a dirty twenty. Still would have hit. The second but one. Yeah. Crit is a crit is a crit. Twenty. Yeah. So you okay. are rolling two d six because of the sword. Mm hmm. And then an additional four d six because of the staggering smite. Mm hmm. So. That is 66 total, so we're talking a baseline of 36 plus your charisma modifier, which is what? Uh, plus 4. Okay, so the baseline we are working with is 40. Cool. Hell okay. Now yeah. please roll me 66. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, so that's 6. And another 10, so plus another 16. So... Uh, and then you added your modifier again? Um, so that would be 20. 20, cool. So a flat 60, that's nice. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, this thing is brought low by this sword. What do you want this to look like? Um, <laughs> uh, God, what do I want it? Uh, I want this creature I want... made of smoke and ash and cinder and chains is rising its great sword again to finally finish you, and you come up 
and what does this attack oh. look like? Uh, this is, I imagine his hit on me dropped me to, to one knee. And then instead, I'm doing a, just a sweeping uppercut, just like straight through the middle. <laughs> straight cloud strife. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And oh, yeah, that, that halo, that smoke halo is just, just going to snap. Right. Cool. So, um, yeah, that is precisely what happened. Coming up from one knee, you say a few words, and the runes on the edge of the greatsword begin glowing with that sickly green brown that flushes down the blade with all the more rage, as moments ago it was impotent to affect the world, but now it is coming back with a terrible, terrible vengeance as it sweeps up through this divine creature, its most hated of enemies, and strikes through its core. Chains snap in front of the great sword's passing, sweeping up through the creature's strange ephemeral lower half, through its torso, up through the gorget, straight through the face, annihilating the halo as it passes upwards in one clean, finishing stroke, its mind broken as the psychic damage from this attack lingers through this creature's psyche, echoing back onto whatever divine plane it hailed from. The clouds above you, those cubes that were in combat with the roiling mass of Tirza's storm, begin to break and shatter, becoming smaller and smaller cubes until they are indistinguishable in the sky above you, completely consumed by the gathering storm. And there is a hush that goes over this area. The cultists lunging forward take advantage of this momentary reprieve. The Mephits not dismissed by the uh, expulsion of the angel, but they are quickly dispatched and overwhelmed at the direction of these cultists' leader. Whomever he may be. Who I immediately fly and kill. (laughs) No. (laughs) We are... Basically out of combat at this point, though, Tirza, I suppose you would have uh, one last action if you wanted to take it. You feel fly still on your person. As awesome as it would be to immediately start another round of combat, uh, no. I will fly up to basically where Cherish is so I can see. Um, And would it be possible to get to the crater? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Seeing I'll... as you don't have to worry about vertical distance, it's a lot easier to get like down into it really quickly. Yeah, I'll like touch down next to Is there any there's no um remnant of this thing, right? The chains, the broken severed chains have fallen to the ground, but other than that there is nothing. Okay, I'll touch down next to Grawl. Looking rough. Um... Are you alright? No. No, I'm in a lot of pain. Plan went terribly. Yeah, I didn't I'll... account for angels with chains and swords. I, I'm sorry, and I'll pat him on the shoulder, and I will also cast Lay on Hands. Where is Finebrook? Yeah, I'm looking for Finebrook. How many points of Lay on Hands are you using? Oh, he's looking real rough, so I'm going to use 40. Um, okay. ha- Hang on. I do get HP back um, for killing my cursed target. You do? Uh, yep. Uh, Warlock level plus my charisma modifier. Cool. So 12. So 12. You're it's still looking 12. pretty bad, though, huh? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So you get 40 back. Yay. <laughs> All right. There is a rumble of thunder in the air. And as the sleet begins coming down, penetrating through the smoke, the uh, people outside begin giving out little yelps of pain as the stinging hail comes down in sheets. There's more thunder in the distance. People are wondering about uh, what is going on, but outside this little crater, somebody is working to calm the, cl the crowd, so it's not as uh, excessive as a reaction as it might have been. Tirza, like, brushes her immediately wet hair out of her face, and she goes, You know, I, we haven't, I haven't figured out what this is, but it's, it's sort of inconvenient. <laughs> Stop using all of them at once! <laughs> oh, look um, at him! He yeah. looks so much better mm. now! Uh, You're shouting it, Cherish, who's still flying yeah, over, above you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> over the sound of the sleet. Yeah. Um, um, can I contact the lesser? Uh, sure. Did he see what happened to Finebrook? Uh, exploded. Did he see what happened to Finebrook? Also, <laughs> nope. I just want to note, I didn't add my, um, uh, extra six points of, uh, damage for hitting a cursed target. So instead of that, uh, being, what was it? 60? Mm -hmm. uh, it would have been 67. Nice. Or no, 66. <laughs> Number of the beast. Um, yep. uh, I've got my high my hit high score written on my ultimate girl <laughs> cheat sheet. So the number to beat. Mm -hmm. Almost a perfect score. Almost perfect. Uh, um, is that all you do uh, right after the angel dies, Grawl? Is just growl about the location of Finebrook? No. Uh, what, what happened to it? Just the chains are all that's left? The chains are the only remains of this creature. Okay. Any like, like did it dissipate along with its like clothes and its weapon, or like What's, all of it? Its weapon seemed to be made out of like burning smoke. Okay, that okay. it just it was like a of copy of yours. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. And um, how yeah. big is the chain? I mean, it was big enough to basically encase the upper torso of a large humanoid, and the gorget was like this huge piece that like went up the neck and then down across the shoulders a little bit. Other than that, it wasn't wearing any clothing. Okay, so it'd be hard to carry it out of here. Um, How does the sword feel about about the remnants of this thing? Uh, the sword feels as though that this thing might make a very powerful blood specter. Yes. 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 <laughs> blood sons. <laughs> Emo goblins rise. Okay. Um, yeah, no, that's what I would like to do. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you uh, point your sword down at the chains and uh, do the instantaneous process of bringing a blood specter. As you do, this being the third specter you have conjured, and three is such a good number. You see another rune explode to life on the edge of the sword. And you can read that rune. You've always been able to read these runes. Mm -hmm. And this one is Aklo for servant. Cool. 
and you see the creature that rises up from the remnants of these chains is another specter made of blood, swirling, writing within its manifestation. It is vaguely looks like the angel. It has weeping wings of blood that come out from its back. It is not bound in chains, and it only has like the vaguest shape to tell you that it is this creature. Ooh, this is perfect. Nobody saw us defeat this thing. So now we have your specter, so we can go on top of the roof and fight it, and everyone can see. This is perfect. All right, let's do this. I'm looking for Oscar now. As soon as the lesser didn't know where Finebrook went, I'm also going to look for Oscar now. Um, yeah, and I'm going to use Eldritch Sight. Uh, I'm going to inform Sid and Grawl, because you're standing there, mm -hmm. that the cultists are f fucking here and being assholes. I mean, I guess they're not. I guess they're being nice for one second, but... What do you mean being nice? They're... They... They were, were containing creatures. the... Yeah. Yeah. There were some sort of minions of this thing and a bunch of cultists showed up and I think what's his name was we gotta look at him right Jeremiah Payne showed us what he looked like yeah yeah and yeah Pyroscale vaguely transformed into him at the summit. right that's true and it was it was him so in the confusion and mess of the crowd outside you never got a firm look at his face you just saw his broad sweeping shoulders his swept back blonde hair that falls down into a mane at his back you know, I'm willing to jump to this conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> he probably looks exactly like Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> so, Grawl, you open up your Eldritch Sight. Mm -hmm. Can we... Sh oh, sorry. Uh, looking around, you see that in the fallen rubble, there are a couple of magical items that ping as active. There is a weird null area about 10 feet or about uh, five feet above you where the bubble of anti-magic still exists. And it is just fixed in the air where the floor of the cafe used to be. The angel you saw swept through that zone unaffected. Interesting. Mm. But you can see the absence of magic, the complete and utter absence of magic, where that zone is. But even as you watch, the minute that it lasts begins to end, and it flickers and fades and disappears. And the little lanterns that had been suppressed before flicker back to life, making the area around the cafe warm and cheery. That's um, good. I'm going to call out to Grawl, uh, dismiss the specter. Well, I just, I just summoned, I just summoned it. Grawl, please. Why, why, what, 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 why, why would I do that? Because we are, because we are standing next to this thing that destroyed this part of the city. That would, that's going to look really bad for us. Please dismiss the specter. Oh my God. anyone sees us. Sid, Sid, you look like Sid. Yeah, Sid. Oh, yeah, shit. Uh, I yeah, turned into Jeffy. that would also be really bad. Well, fortunately, we were in this crater fighting a horrible, whatever the fuck that was. Um, so no, I don't think anybody saw. But um, 
we could. I know. I know you just man. got. I know you just got this new, this new minion. Okay. But for the love of gods, please dismiss it. Or, or hey, hey, hey. Let's pretend this is the heroine and you defeat it in front of everyone. Ta-da, problem solved. It's made of blood. Okay. I, I'm, I'm into this idea. I'm still looking uh, for mm-hmm. victims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are <laughs> yeah. plenty. Uh, you see that there are several crushed and crumbled bodies in the collapsed cafe below you. You do see the unconscious form of Oscar Orchaser in the rubble. Um... Can I? Is he like pinned under? Are they pinned under anything? Uh, there's like some shattered drywall and wood covering them. They're not pinned by any means, but they are covered. Mm-hmm. They only stand out because of all the ringlets of shining steel that are in their beard. Yeah, it, something that somebody with a negative one to their strength would be able to, you know, get off of them. Yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just debris. It's not like anything pinning them down. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to to help them up. Okay. Uh, they are super unconscious. Oh, yeah. okay. And I just rolled all three of their death saving throws to make sure they weren't dead dead, but... Uh... Um, does he still have the manacles on him? Uh, yeah, they're very nearby, and you can pick them out very easily with your Eldritch Sight. Um, I will give Chiboy a healing potion. After I Sorry, uh, Oscar. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna. Go there with, are a lot. Uh, what are the specific magical items that are around? Uh, the ones that your party is carrying, the magical lanterns that are hovering above the golden leaf, and Oscar mm-hmm. is carrying a magic set of manacles and a magical truncheon. Okay, so there's nothing like scattered about. Those are just on his person. Uh, they're nearby at the very least. Okay. I won't steal from him. And Grawl, you didn't dismiss the specter. Are we, are we doing this? Are we doing the plan, or do you want me to dismiss it? Just Grawl, dismiss it. Called? Okay, fine, fine, fine. I love you. And it disappears. <laughs> the first time Grawl has ever said those words. <laughs> and no, as it disappears, the glowing rune that means servant uh, dims, but it does not disappear. Uh, that's. Eight points of healing, by the way, for Oscar. Okay, Oscar, like, coughs and comes to consciousness. <coughs> what happened? Did we win? Um, uh, that's hard to say at the moment. Did you, did you go unconscious immediately, or did you see what happened to Dr. Feinbrook? I threw down the bottle and then everything exploded. What happened? Yeah. How did you... And he's like looking to you, Cherish, and Tears, and like he was now coming to the realization that he's clearly been out for a little while. We heard the explosion and we came <coughs> over right away. It's a little dusty here. Um, <laughs> I'm not 100% sure what happened or why it happened, really, but. Yeah. Is uh Mike, is there like uh not like an ambulance but like some kind of like emergency response equivalent in Stormhaven? Yeah, it's the Haven Guard. Um they have a medic corps. Great. Uh then I'd like to while this conversation is happening uh climb out of the crater 
uh, and shout down to somebody that uh, that people are hurt in the building. Somebody please call the the Haven guard. And a voice from down near the crowd that is uh, like keeping people back. You see that there are figures uh, dressed in Bard's Guild motley holding back the crowd. And a voice from down below near the stairs. It seems like this person was already approaching, flanked by a couple of bards to say, Don't worry, help is on the way. Who is this? And you see mounting the stairs, a figure with broad shoulders, a Leonin smile is Atticus Carter himself coming up towards you. Oh shit. This is good. I like this. And you you look like Jeffethy though. I look like Jeffethy, yeah. And as Atticus Carter smiles up at you and says, don't worry, help is on the way. I think it is there that we are going to take our break. Uh-huh. And when we return, some oh boy. aid is on the way. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll go with that. Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM, here today to tell you about a fantastic new item we have just received here at the shop. It is, of course, a magic ring. Now, you may be saying to yourself, but Omatep, there are so many magic rings. What makes this one so special? Well, let me tell you, this is the Ring of Fairy's Strength. This banded ring of gilded flowers is meant actually as a crown for some of the smaller pixie folk. But, as a normal-sized person, you can easily slip it over one of your dainty fingers. Wearing this ring gives you the proportional strength of a pixie. And by that I mean it sets your strength score to six. Which, when you think about it, is pretty good for a creature that barely gets above one foot tall. Now, at first glance, this doesn't sound good, but this ring also allows you to use your action once per day to cast Polymorph without using any of your own magical reserves. That's spell slots for the uninitiated. So, so long as you don't have to move around any rubble, or, you know, like, wrestle a bear, you'll be able to cast Polymorph whenever you want. Well, once a day, anyway. You could turn yourself into the bear. Eh? Yeah, sounds pretty fancy, right? And I am absolutely positive that whoever this crown belonged to is not going to come looking for it. That is an Omatep promise. So, for a limited time only, I am offering the Ring of Fairy Strength for a low, low price of only 2,000 gold. Eh? Any takers? Come on, you can cast Polymorph on yourself. You can turn into a giant eagle, or a giant octopus, or a giant hedgehog. Okay, maybe not that last one. No? Ah, okay, let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, one of them had narrowly avoided having a confrontation with a very angry, conquering god. They had then had to do battle with a manifestation of his dark will. A chained angel of some kind. In the chaos, strange elemental methods had been created out of the devastation, beginning to harass the crowds of Stormhaven, which had stopped by to gawp at this whole conflagration. But thankfully, some handy-dandy members of the Bard's Guild, quote-unquote, were on scene to try to handle the situation. Using their definitely bardic magics, they had (laughs) contained the scene and done battle with the harrying elementals. Their leader, 
a magnificent Leonin man of uh, grand proportions now strides towards you, offering aid. Sid, you uh, stand at the top of these uh, stairs that lead into this ruined cafe, and you see... Uh, actually, I think it's... Uh, Cherish would see this, and uh, Sid, you clambered up and onto the deck. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you see who is very clearly Atticus Carter uh, coming at you, saying, don't worry, help is coming. Um, Loud enough for the crowds nearby to hear. Just not you. God damn. And I know I know Atticus Carter. Yeah. yeah, you've seen his face multiple times at this point, though never in the flesh. Uh, I guess... And just Uh, as a reminder, you look like Jephethi right now. I do look like Jephethi, that's true. Um, Someday uh, we're gonna meet someone who knows (laughs) Jephethi, and it's gonna be... Wow. (laughs) Uh Um, I I guess I I step up to Atticus Carter, and I say... Because he's coming up the flight of stairs that are slightly wrecked, but he's managing uh, to try to see if anyone needs help. Can I, can I, I just want to take in as much information as possible. <laughs> I wasn't expecting Atticus Carter, but mm-hmm. like, I, what do I see as I get up there? Obviously I see him and some people in Bard's guild attire coming mm-hmm. up. In uh, the distance, that, you see crowds of people, some of which who are unconscious, some of which who are clearly dead. Uh, there are some who are like milling around trying to either escape or get near. You see members of the Haven Guard working through the crowd as well. Uh, some of them with the blue and white that distinguishes them as the Medics Corps. As you observe, you see the crowd is being held back to a certain extent. There are certain people who were like rushing forward trying to assess the situation. Certain people rushing forward saying they like they knew somebody in there. Uh-huh. But the, the people in Bard's Guild attire are holding them back. You see that there are one or two still spiritual weapons floating nearby after they've dispatched the Mephits. Um, you... And a couple of these Bard's Guild members are rushing to the aid of fallen townsfolk that are on the ground. Can I surmise that they are helping? It looks as though they are casting spells that are healing some of these people, yes. And I I did already say that they were helping. And, and you said earlier. you said it was Atticus Carter. Yeah. I I Okay, so this is jumped to that conclusion, yeah. Well, in that case, it's still a little uh, surprising. It is still <laughs> a little shocking. Um I I shout down uh uh grab some medics. I think people are hurt. Our bardic magics will be able to help whoever is uh, in need inside. The medics are on their way. And he is striding up towards you up the stairs. Can I get a read on this guy? Like, is he for real here? He's like, is he honestly here to help people? Give me an insight check. It's all fine here. We're all fine. Yeah. How are you? you? Now that the public (laughs) is watching. (laughs) Uh, That's not bad. 18? I mean, it's tough to play a player. He's clearly saying all of these things loud enough for people in the distance to hear. 
I mean, as long as I know that, then that's fine, and I can play along. Um, but but yeah, whether or not he has any other intention, it's tough to say. Um, I guess I lead them down um, to where I think a bunch of bodies... Because uh, I, I saw people oh, yeah. uh, in this restaurant beforehand. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah. I just want to, like... Uh, yeah, clearly this is a publicity thing, um, but ultimately people need to be helped, so I guess I'll prioritize that. Um, Was Oscar the only living person I found? No, that was just the one you were looking for. There are other people who are injured and unconscious in here. Okay. Um, I think after Oscar, like, we determined that he wasn't dead, I was going to go look for, I don't know, try to find other people. Okay. And yeah, you've managed to clear the rubble off of a couple of unconscious townsfolk, though there are more dead in here than there are people who are uh, unconscious or injured. Because there are a couple yeah. of people who weren't unconscious or injured, but were definitely uh, very much hurt by the pulses sent out by the angel, and were just yeah. had never bothered getting up off the ground. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. So you had at least two witnesses to this whole scenario that happened in here. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I was just about to say, I was like, oh god, we might have to let these people... Uh, um, no, I'm lawful good, goddammit. So, Cherish, how high... Uh, did, you landed back inside the crater, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, the lesser is flying around the square looking for any trace of Phineas Finebrook. The... Bards mount the top of this place. They see, uh, bards, quote unquote. Uh, mm -hmm. They they see people injured down below, and uh, they will they won't move down into the crater, but they will move to the side, mm -hmm. and they will clutch at their forearms on the left arm, and they will sing out words of healing down at people, casting healing word, however many times it takes to heal whoever's down there. And Atticus Carter stands at the top of the lip of this thing, looking on and nodding and pointing out people who are still hurt. Um, I'm going to message Commander Keel um, and let him know. I mean, I, he knows where, where we're at, um, but just let him know that... Uh, we're he, we're uh, alive. Actually, I should probably come up with a twenty-five word thing. Yeah. Uh, While you do that, and you yeah. are uh, you're still standing near Atticus Carter at the very least. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you see him observing down there. Give me another insight check, real quick. Insight check. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not that good. Uh, 11. 11. Okay, yeah, you see him, for all intents and purposes, he is directing the the recovery and healing of the people down in that pit. That includes your friends. Okay. So, if, uh, I don't think any of you actually took much damage. Uh, I, I took a fair amount. I took, I, about... took, I took 32 points of damage. Okay, fair. 
Okay. Um, pretty close to 30 damage, yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, you are also uh, healed by these quote-unquote bards. Okay. What? Cherish, what was your extra points of damage from? Falling. That wasn't just from that one hit. I mean, it was from the one hit of the fallen angel does, or like, whatever, and then it, I and then I fell. That was eighteen plus three, though. That's twenty one. Oh no, 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 I went down to I went down to thirty two. My bad. Okay. And then, oh no, I was at twenty nine. Got it. Of of fifty. Okay. So we healed so. back. It's still not great. <laughs> um, you are all healed for seven points. Okay, that's that's fine. I mean, they're just healing words. They're not amazing. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Uh, Tirza like stiffens and is like crouching over someone who's being healed and like has a moment of like trying to step in front of uh in front of this person and then like has to forcibly be like cultists i hate this i hate this i just want you guys to know yeah, i hate this it's not i'm not loving it but yeah. so grawl cherish tears what are you doing while all this is happening uh i guess i'm just trying to like get people up okay yeah you're recovering some of the citizens yeah, I'm um doing the same thing, but like my focus is real real on Atticus Carter and these cultists. Okay. Um Grawl is seeing if he can like look around, <laughs> see if he can find any anything with Finebrook. All right, give me an investigation roll. There. Oh, no, let's use the dice that got me that 20. <laughs> uh, well, no, just kind of check that. Uh, investigation. Uh, not great, that's a 10. Okay. Snooping around, you are, like, shuffling through debris oh. as people are getting spot-healed and brought back to their feet by Cherish and Tirza. You eventually come over to the shattered remains of the table that Finebrook had been sitting at. You recognize it because mm -hmm. there's a newspaper nearby with the crossword puzzle filled out completely. In the wreckage near the table, there's no sign of Finebrook himself, but there is a slim black volume that lay splayed on the ground near the table. <laughs> okay. Its pages seem torn and slightly burnt, but it is on the ground near the table. That's my book now. That's my book. It's my book. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm taking yeah. it. Yeah, you grab the book. Okay. Yep. Cool. Just pages and pages of crawl sucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's a really he's good with his words, but he's a terrible artist. He's just in there. It's just <laughs> this like is... stick figures of draw of Grawl. He's called Drawl. Do you immediately read the book, or do you just? No, no, no. I don't. I don't want uh, other people coming over and and um, like going. Oh, that's evidence or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
All right. So, uh, yeah, that all is happening. And, uh, Sid, you want to try to cast sending to the commander? Is that what you're still doing? I guess so. Um, I'm, well, he knows. No, he knows where we are. So I'm going to send it. To, what time is it? It is just past 11. past 11 okay so i should be good um i'm actually going to contact the old mage and you are doing this just up on the rim of the shattered cafe uh i mean yeah um uh i, I might i'm still standing near atticus carter as of right now yes um i'm gonna jump down into the pit um, and Atti when you do that, Atticus will say, "Careful there, it's still dangerous." I ignore him, um, <laughs> and uh, I message the old mage, um, and I say, "There was a there's an attack in the city. Um, many casualties. Uh, we could use whatever help we can get." And as you say this, there is a flash of blue-green light, and suddenly the old mage is floating above the scene. Her projected oh. image just floating above you all. Smite him. Smite him. You see her there, just like taking in the scene, observing. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, just the, like she will. The, it's the it's the comedy like hand up and you're pointing at your hands. <laughs> yeah. If we've she got will. some help. <laughs> uh, do you say that? I say we've got some help. Okay, and she is looking around and she sees the bards and nods uh, and she will wave a hand and you've all experienced this before but she is casting levitation on everyone who is down in the pit and is rising them up and out of the uh, the collapsed building and floating you up oh, to the rim so it is the four of you plus half a dozen civilians who were caught out here and she floats them up and out of the building, and the four of you are lowered onto the rim of the building, and the civilians are lowered out onto the street. There are people okay. out in the crowd whispering, and, like, there's a susurrus that runs through the crowd as people identify the old mage. Um. Yeah, where where is the old mage now? Uh, she's just floating above the scene. Once she's sure that everyone is clear, uh, she will shout down to the bards to get clear of the building. And uh, they will hop away, Atticus Carter leading them down the stairs. Does he seem surprised at all at this, uh, the her arrival? Give me an insight check if you want to try to gauge his... Appraisal. Interest and mm -hmm. or like, yeah. 
Oh, that's I'm, good. I'm too, I'm too focused on the. Uh, I'm people. like locked on hit them, mm -hmm. them, but mostly him. I rolled a twenty-three. Wow. Yes. You can see that he is mildly startled by the appearance of the old mage, but you can tell that his gaze was initially on Sid before he glanced up at the old mage, surprised to see her as quick as she appeared, uh, but he hides it very, very quickly um, and regains his uh, cat-like smile. This Cheshire okay. grin that he wears as he's helping people down the stairs. Um, and we are all up on the rim, yeah? Uh, yes, and she is gently floating down to be level with you all. Great. Okay. And uh, as she comes down, she will say, uh, stand back towards the edge of the deck. Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, and I try and lean in and whisper. Just one Attic. moment, Sid. Okay. And mm. as you all back up towards the rim of this. Yeah, and she just says Sid. She, <laughs> cool. she apparently can she see knows. straight through. Fair enough. And also just like... Man, everyone keeps forgetting that Jeff is his own dude. As opposed to Atticus Carter, though, the old mage is speaking quiet enough that you're like over the rumble of the crowd and everything else going on. The odds of somebody else overhearing her are probably very low. Okay, that's yeah. good, at least. Yeah. She is speaking with some tact. And she will raise her staff and one of the helix bands of it will start glowing and you see the building beneath your feet beginning to reassemble itself like a destroyed lego building moving in reverse slowly the pieces of the building are assembling themselves back into place it takes less than a minute for this to occur and once it does you see that there are another half dozen bodies that are laid out on the top deck of this place the dead that dead, could not dead. be saved. Yeah. But they are not entombed in this building. They are laid out between the tables of the cafe. And the old mage looks down at them with sorrow in her expression. Um. Uh, Atticus Carter is here. And I try and say in a hushed tone. She'll look up suddenly, confusion, worry in her face, and she'll look around and say, Where? Down with the people. He was part of the bards who were helping us. He's the handsome one. She looks glances exactly down. like Brad Pitt. <laughs> and she looks around and tries to... Uh, she looks and, like, I see the bards I don't see. And she's looking right where he is. You can't see him? You can't. He's standing. He's... I, I don't point, but, like, I sort of give a description. Like, between the the bard with the black hair and the man mm -hmm. in the yellow yeah. shirt. And yeah. She's staring right at him, and she is saying, now with a, a slight tremor in her voice, I don't see anyone there. Is there... Okay. Is there... I mean, there must be some, there's, it must be some kind of spell he's doing on himself. I mean, 
that you can't see him in your projected form. It's possible. possible? As I've said before, there are places in this city that are warded against my sight. A person? It is... It's possible. There are spells that can achieve this. But yeah, that's kind of the other reason I called you. I don't really know what to do about that. And she, like, looks out at the crowd, and there are dozens of people still, like, milling around. There are people that are now starting to move towards the building. Um, there are, uh, Haven Guard that are swarming in. Um, the people who were, like, spot-healed by the, the bards are now being, like, properly treated by the medic corps. And... Yeah, she is not quite sure what to do, either. Like, I don't think he's going to try anything with us. This feels here. this feels like a publicity stunt. He's yeah. trying to get a good image to the people. I mean... That's bad enough. I mean, I, get, I don't know. At least he helped. I don't... Like, I don't know what his motivation is, but... Some people made it out, I guess. As you are, like, looking out over the crowd, you can see that there are one or two individuals that are pointing up towards the group of you who are standing there at the top of this cafe talking with the old mage. That seems about right. Yeah. Yeah. A purple tiefling, an albino hobgoblin, a paladin (laughs) with a purple cloak these are uh and jeffathy who are these people (laughs) Uh, uh, there are a few people in the crowd who know exactly who you are there are walking tours devoted to you there is a play coming out about all of you there is a brand here that is being put on display as you talk to the old mage yeah oh good well our brand is still intact that's (laughs) That's good. Well, I mean, three quarters of the brand. <laughs> We're working on getting the other quarter uh, straightened out. Look, a new yeah. legend of Jeffathy is beginning to spread already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And what I hear he's done? good with horses, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not just good, the best. Yeah. <laughs> the best. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> uh, the old mage will stare at the place where Atticus Carter is... And she'll say, this might not be the best place for a confrontation. Yeah, Agreed. I not, because we also just basically lost Phineas Finebrook. Ah. Yes, the commander had informed me you were attempting to... Hmm. Wrangle. Yes, Apprehend. wrangle. Apprehend is probably... Uh, that was what I assumed. Um was the course of action you had told the Haven Guard, at least. Yeah, wasn't expecting the whole What happened here? Angel That's thing. a really, really it's good, a super question. good question. I have Not no sure. idea. Yeah, like, we probably don't have any fucking clue. There was a, I mean, a bolt of lightning, like a red bolt of lightning that came down. At least three of you have no like idea was, what happened. It looked like yeah. it was going to hit Grawl, and then I got him out of the way. And, but... And after that happened, that thing showed up. 
What was it? Some kind of celestial creature, I think. It had a halo. Yeah. Um, and I sort of describe it like the chains and the, the harness. Actually, the chains are still down there. Um, and the old mage will look past you like almost like she's looking through the building. Mm-hmm. And you can see a hole just open up in the ceiling as she casts Pass Wall. And the mm. chains come floating up out of the building. And the hole will close and then she'll just like have them there floating in the air. 20th level wizard, yo. Yeah. And the chains will float there and she'll study them. And she says, these are ancient goblin runes. This angel was enslaved by goblins? I mean... Uh, sure? I, uh, Tirza is just like, <laughs> slow look to Grawl. And uh-huh. the old mage shares that slow look towards Grawl. Yeah. And then Grawl sees everyone turning and then mirrors their turn <laughs> too, just like... No, it's you. It's, it's you. Oh, oh it's We're me this time. Okay. Oh, I apologize. I get I get it. I was making a goof. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that at all. You have no Magic. idea what that was. Yeah. Oh, 100%. No, I, wait. No, I mean, no, I thought, no, 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 no. What's up with the, like, them enslaving, uh... Uh, like angels. No, no just this whole situation. What do you mean? What? How is it not like? That's got it. It's obvious, right? Fucking. Like, yeah. So Grawl well, in character, hold on, is saying that it's obvious that it was Maglubiet that is enslaved the angel. Yeah. Oh, Grawl just said right? that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Right. right. I mean, Grawl I rolled badly, age. so it doesn't. That's what I'm either. thinking. Yeah. This is the. The conquering god that the the hobgoblin warlord serves. I would say so, yes. And it has conjured an angel onto the material plane to attack you. It seems that, mm-hmm. that sums it up. Seems pretty weird. And it did this as you were attempting to arrest Dr. Phineas Feinberg? Yeah. Yep. It was right as we were acting. Right yeah. as we were moving in on apprehending it. <laughs> and the old mage's brow will knit together and she says that and she'll look up at the sky and look down here and say I, there's no realm scar here. How did it manage that? I don't know. I really don't know. I just appeared unless it had an agent or a servant here on the material plane to act as a tether i don't know how gosh did you see anything else were there any priests or servants of the conquering to him in the city there were some divine athenium folks trying to they, he I mean, they were right. beating each other up to try to, but that usually that that's a, usually doesn't work. That was a ways was away like, too, wasn't it? That was yeah, that was here. like that wasn't like by here hours that, ago. That usually they're doesn't work, goblins. and they're also not goblins. The divine well, Athenian members are a meddlesome bunch, to be sure. But the 
and this wouldn't be the first time they accidentally summoned an angel into their midst, but generally that doesn't end with fire and blood. Yeah. I mean, like, what specifically happened was, I'm assuming uh, our, our Haven Guard ally threw down uh, a bottle that um, creates an anti-magic field. Yes, I supply these items to the Haven Guard. And that's and it happened right after that. Um, Some but I didn't I didn't see anybody else around who could have been who could have summoned this being. And Zenerva rolled a whopping nine on her investigation roll, so she is uh, just as confused as all of you. Yeah, I think Tirza is still like just looking at Grawl. Grawl, it was who is it seemed often pretty, not forthcoming about these things. It, it seemed what? like it was going after you. Yeah. Does that is there any reason why you could think this thing would be trying to attack you? I mean, hey, like, you... after the whole, I mean, right, rejection like that whole, that of whole thing the... at the summit. Yeah, but, like, is there any precedent for this kind of thing happening? Like, does this... Did it look familiar to you? No. I mean, okay, here's the thing. My guess is he wants, they want, it wants, Maglubiet wants me in my spot, right? Sure. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what does he do? He conquers, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was trying to get me to do his bidding one way or the other. Wow. Strike me with lightning. Okay. I don't know how it works. I just, I just like, are we going to, is this going to be a thing that happens? That keeps I don't happening? know. I don't think so. Why not? I, well, okay. So my powers come from my sword, and my mm-hmm. sword disappeared. I couldn't feel it anymore because of the anti magic grenade. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That seems like a perfect opportunity for someone who is trying to take someone and capture somebody. The same thing that we were doing to Finebrook. Okay. Okay, so we just have to be careful of anti-magic stuff. Yep. I mean, that's or... generally speaking a pretty good rule of thumb. Yeah. You know. And Zenerva is nodding slowly. Hmm. There's another thing. The smoke monster angel chain thing. I don't know. I knew another warlock that had powers similar, or looked similar. He was a mercenary. I haven't seen him for a very long time. But he didn't look like that. What do you mean? There was a mercenary in Stormhaven that had powers that had a weird, smoky effect to it. Similar to that. Right, Mike? Were they, were you, like, similar, like, in the smoke kind of thing? Or is this more of, like, an embryo 
Um, his were very similar. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if he's here. I don't know if he gets his power from the same place. When I, was this? Years ago. Like three, four years ago. In between the second and third trial, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or I have not. Yes. All right. Yeah, I think that's right. Because it was the year after you got kidnapped. Yep. And that's why I wanted to train because mm -hmm. Rugra was getting kidnapped no more. So actually, that would have okay. been closer to like a little over two years ago. Okay, two years ago. Yeah, I haven't seen him since. In fact, I can't even remember his name. <laughs> um, can I real quick just check on the bards and the yeah Atticus Carter Sitch? Are they like finishing like? Because yeah, they're finishing up, they're they're not holding back the crowd necessarily anymore, though they're still kind of staying back reverently from the old mage. Um, but they aren't leaving. Look, they don't look like they're leaving. You see a Haven Guard member wearing sergeant stripes, shaking the hand of Atticus, Atticus Carter, and they are speaking. Cool, good and cool. Great. Turn. Mm. Yeah, this is not good. And, yeah, so the old mage is nodding along with all of this, um, and she says, Well, perhaps finding that mercenary might give some answers to what has occurred here, if you remember his name or what company he served with. I could find it. Let me let me consult my, my <laughs> mind palace. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, like, we have to go. We gotta go. Yeah, and... I mean, do you have any any idea at all what we should do about this other situation? Namely, Atticus Carter and the cult thing, which it's probably not good that they're Attempting to do public acts of charity? I should say not. More specifically, that they're working publicly under the guise of the Bard's Guild is yeah. excessively troubling. I, who knows how long they've been here for? You don't have any... I mean, you don't have any agents who could, like, tail Atticus... I Since have... you can't see him... I do. And she looks directly at you, Tirza. God fucking damn it. We have to go. But if you uh, are more concerned with the Realm Scars, which is indeed perhaps where your concerns might lay, I can put this task upon trusted agents of the Haven Guard. I mean, if they're getting all buddy-buddy with the Haven Guard, it might be easier for someone who's on your side to I don't know. There are rift keepers within the city that I trust implicitly. Yeah. Yeah. I found I found my mind palace turned up some very <laughs> valuable information. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Um his name, my friend, 
that I would never forget. I'd know him instantly anywhere I saw him. His name mm -hmm. is Brog. And he is a member of the Dread Riders. This is all badass. And the old mage will raise an eyebrow and say, The Dread Riders. I'm aware of their reputation. I've never had a chance to interact with any of them. They uh, use, not to put too fine a point on it, uh, a type of necromancy that their order has developed. It lets them commune with spectral undead horses and uh, gain their services. Interesting. It also gives them strange ethereal-based powers. And Grawl, you saw this person in Stormhaven. Yes. At a bar. We, we just happened to run into a necromancer the other night. Yeah, but not one that used weird spectral. Yeah, I mean, he that was more just, focused. They on they the just life. seemed like regular old raising people from the dead. Yeah, yeah. these are, these are these are your regular like your run of the mill necromancers. Yeah, yeah. Brog used these are, weird like Kroger. ghost weapons. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, speaking of that necromancer, yeah, it was, sure was fun trying to clear Sid of being the harrowman. That was fun doing that job. Yeah. Have you resolved that scenario then? The last I heard from as well as Commander Keel, you had turned over the necromancer you'd captured. Yeah, we don't yet know what happened from that. Um, all this kind of happened um, before we were able to check in. Um so indeed i am sorry you walked into all of this when you were just meaning to move through the city i assume darren dunn has already moved on yep. yeah. yes we need to be meeting him sooner rather than later well, he is linking up with several rift keepers at enclave as i spoke to him so Hopefully they will all be ready to help you when you arrive. Do you know where Commander Keel is right now? At this very moment, and she, her eyes will grow a little fuzzy, and she'll glance around, and you'll see that her focus will move south in the direction of the Dustwater District. And she will say, he is currently at their command headquarters in the Dustwater District. Terrific. Officially, okay. he should be here in Old Haven, where the guild has its official headquarters, but he has always been one to buck tradition. I just need to find out what happened with, with this necromancer before we leave. Um, yeah, I'd like, I'd like to know that this is resolved before we leave. Terza, bonk him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't make me get my bonking stick. <laughs> I need to go draw this blood off at Chemeshka's and then we're going. <laughs> Do you say that out right. loud? No. I've been toying with the idea of mentioning Shemeshka 
but uh it's up to you last time i name dropped something with the uh the old maid she almost just like killed me so i don't know yeah but she likes me better than you so i don't know about that i supply hot chocolate (laughs) (laughs) i have Um, great ideas yeah obviously here we are but the old mage will say if there's nothing else pressing you need me for I really must be going there are people I could be talking to right now that need to be informed of the situation I got you yeah makes sense not least of which members within the bards guild that I trust that might be able to appraise me of this situation Right. How how close is how close is the Bard's Guild to here? Because uh, it is an old haven, right? Uh, well, the bar the the main guild hall is located in on Hall Hill, where all the guild halls are. Yeah, I guess. So. Um, because it is a a first wave or first generation uh, guild here in the city. Yeah. Um, the from here though, it is relatively close. Um, probably only about four hours walk up into Hall Hill. Okay. Because Old Major Square is a huge promenade here at the center of the city. And mm-hmm. it is uh, edged to the northwest by the walls of Hall Hill, which were the original, like, fortified keep of the city. Uh, okay. Um, but I know where... Cesario is like would I have a general idea? Nope. Ah, shit. He goes where the wind takes him. Oop. Uh, you saw him in the yeah. guild hall three weeks ago when you scried on him. Yeah. So where he is now? You know, Mike. You know. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> That's the important thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, the old mage looks at you expectantly, wondering if there's anything else you need to hear for. Nothing we can't take care of, probably. Alright then. Good job here. This could have been a lot worse. Yeah. But she will still cast one more sad look over at the bodies that are stretched out inside the cafe proper. Yeah. Yeah. I will keep my eyes and ears open. For Phineas Finebrook, I assume <laughs> we did not get lucky enough to catch him in this. Of course, no. I like we literally had had him, and we were like intercepted by a god. How do you like account for that? Once upon a time. You accounted for that by simply living in the valley. Now, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. And she has a very, like, worried look on her face. We should at least go back to the Shining Globe and see if... Like, I'm not... I don't even know if, um, Marrow Thief and... Oh, what was the other one's name? Whelm. If Marrow Thief and Whelm followed us here, and I don't even know if they even made it to find Brooke's room. Yeah. I want to raid that room. Well, we also could meet up with them because we can get back to the Dust One mm-hmm. district faster that way. This yeah. is all true. 
So I think that's probably our best bet. Yeah. Good call. <sighs> okay. So the old mage will depart, vanishing. Just as soon as she arrives, she mm. will disappear. As you do what? Head towards the Shining Globe? Yeah, yeah. I mean, is, is Oscar still out in the... Uh, Oscar or Chaser is waiting for you at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. Uh, looking around, stopping anyone from approaching. Uh, you can see that the crowd is sort of, like, mingling forward. There are uh, Haven Guard waiting to go upstairs and recover the the dead. Yeah. We tell them about the bodies. Uh-huh. Uh, and as you come down, there are a couple of people out in the crowd uh, that murmur the words threadless that rushes through the crowd, and it is audible people talking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one last time, are the are the quote unquote bards still there? Have they disappeared? They are beginning to meld back into the crowd, though there are a couple of them still flanking uh, Atticus Carter, who is standing there with the the watch sergeant, and uh, you hear him very. Obviously saying out loud so that like more people can hear. If you ever require aid from the Bard's Guild, we will be happy to oblige. I dash and I kill him. <laughs> no, uh... In these turbulent times, we of Stormhaven need to stick together. This is what the Bard's Guild believes, especially after the death of the mayor. We need to band together to look out for each other. I hate him. I hate him. Man, if he, like, this would be awesome if he wasn't a bad guy. No, he has to be a bad guy. He, ha he has to be a bad guy. And it's not yeah. like a, just because you're a bad guy does not mean bad guy kind yeah. of thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is a bad dude. As you all start <laughs> crossing guy. the street to move back towards the Shining Globe, you all see that Atticus Carter will glance up and as you are walking within a near distance, he will flash you a uh, Cheshire grin as you move past. I don't do that. My sword wants to eat him. It can right now. I'm I'm yeah. right here with you. Do oh. you walk away? Yes, no, maybe. I don't, I don't want to be a, like visibly killing someone like in the middle of town. We already have someone wanted for the that thing. Mm, you do, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll do it. <laughs> so what are you doing? Get... No, uh, I think we I I mean we go. Go yeah. find uh the the two Haven guards. Okay. So yeah. the four of you plus Officer Oscar or Chaser leave the periphery of the Mage's Square, moving south back towards the Forks and towards the Shining Globe Theater and Hotel.
Making your way through the crowded streets, you can see that people are marking your passage, and the words threadless are said in low and not-so-low tones as you move past. Um, mm -hmm. The name Cherish, the name Grawl, and the name uh, Tirza are all spoken aloud. No Jephethi? <sighs> Apparently nobody knows Jephethi. Sam, I know this is killing you, but like, I just hate this so much. Keep cool. <laughs> I, I just want to drop my form. I know All that. I, want. I know that you're the only, really the only one of us who actually wants any of this attention, and you're not getting any of it. <laughs> I hate this, <laughs> guys. We have to. I have to make sure that I can clear my name so I can just take off the well, hat, so people Sid, can know that I saved Sid. them. <laughs> Sid, this is your punishment for killing all of those people. You just what? have to deal with it. Your atonement. What the fuck are you talking about? The Harrowman <laughs> slang, Sid. Yeah. You know <laughs> that that's not me. We don't know. You turned a blind eye to your manic obsession with murder. There's no way he could Crawl? I am fairly don't certain you... he did not kill anyone. Don't you dare accuse well, me would... of having secrets that are potentially... <laughs> I harmful never. to the group. And, and no. don't accuse him of having dark obsessions. <laughs> and Stormpiercer, of course he wouldn't tell you. You wouldn't approve. This yeah. is true, I would not. He did it while you were sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> the fiend! He's a sword. Yeah. Stormpiercer, you don't sleep. True. I have a sheath. Oh, this is true. I am a sword. Yeah, and you would... I don't leave you anywhere, so you would know. And you wouldn't lie about it. This what is true, but you are very sword. sneaky. <laughs> I'm not that sneaky. I'm not so sneaky that you don't know. Don't undersell yourself, Sid. I mean, Stormpiercer, what I mean, happens okay, if you I am pretty another great. sword? I'm, I am pretty great. I wouldn't use another sword. All other swords are inferior. This is true. Know. We all sleep. <laughs> what? You could be is up that... and sneaking away. I, I said I'm pulling your leg. I mean, Jeffethy, I'm pulling your leg. <laughs> eventually you make it back to the shining globe theater and hotel and uh you find that the uh the downstairs is still fairly bustling people moving to and from the hotel um the disturbances of just north of here have caused a little bit of a stir but nothing too crazy the rumors have clearly flown in front of you uh, so when you yeah. roll back into the hotel lobby, people will look up and turn their heads as you enter. You see that the hotel manager is still downstairs with the uh, Earth Genasi lawyer who is uh, poring over the, the paperwork provided by the Haven Guard, but there are no sign of the officers. Um, I will approach the lawyer and the manager and ask where the officers are. Uh, they will direct you to the sixth floor. Uh, room 6D is where uh, one Wilhelm Witchfinder was uh, staying. Thank you. Don't thank them. They wasted all of our time. <laughs> and, this is uh, true. Yeah, you also learned that the officers apparently uh, went up there already after the paperwork checked out. Okay. okay. Are there elevators here? Uh, there are... kind of. Um, there is, like, emergency stairs, and there are also... What they are are basically dumbwaiters for people. Yeah. 
they are uh, lifts that are powered by magic. You're basically like s- standing on a platform that goes up a cylindrical tube, kind of like a pneumatic tube for people. Yeah. <laughs> but not quite so Futurama y. Yeah. <laughs> but there's like an awkward moment when it goes like a little bit past the floor you want to go to and then settles back down. Mm. Weird. I didn't like that at all. Sixth floor. <laughs> um, is it obvious which room it is? Uh, all of the rooms have. Uh, yeah, they're labeled. Yeah, it's okay. but there's no. I guess it's is not... there. There's no like disastrous like that's magic what I was asking. that has killed these two officers in a horrible or, trap, or even that like one of the doors is open. One of the doors is open, they're... and it is six okay. D. Yeah. Do I hear any sound coming from inside? Uh, as you approach, and it's not that far down the hall from where you get out of the lift, uh, just to your left, about two doors down, you move towards it, and you hear a voice muttering from inside the room. Uh, yeah, go can around I the tell, Can I tell who, what voice? Uh, it's just a, a low, kind of husky voice. It, you don't recognize it immediately as either of the officers. Hmm. Who's the first one through the door? I will. Tirza taking the lead, moves forward, comes around inside the door, and you find a hotel room that seems to have been halfway through being tossed. Uh, And you also find only one of the officers in this room staring at the wall just to the left of the door, muttering to themselves... I knew there was going to be traps. I can't get out. 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 Which one is it? It is Laluria Marrow Thief, and she is just staring wide-eyed at the wall. She said she was trained for this. Um, I will. There's nothing preventing me from entering the room, is there? The door is open. Okay. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. I touch her shoulder. Okay. And there's no response. She's just staring at the wall saying, can't get out, can't get out, can't get out. You can bonk her. I'm not gonna... I'm not going to bonk bonk her. her. I'm I'm just... I'm gonna look for the other officer. Can I try to guide her out of the room? Her body is stiff as a board. I'm very strong. Grawl, can you give us a Eldritch Sight? Yeah. Boom. You cast Detect Magic, and you see that there is some kind of spell laid on Laluria. It is illusion magic in its origin. Does Laluria have the bottle? Uh, yeah, you see on her hip is still one of those anti-magic bottles. Grawl, can you step back, please? Uh, yeah, I'll be outside. Thank you. Great. Not doing this again. Before yeah. you leave, though, you also see that there is another patch of weird, twisted conjuration magic over by the bed. It seems as though there's a spell just kind of like floating in the air that's invisible to most people's eyes. Okay, I will relay that information to everyone. Okay. 
Everyone be careful. There's a thing over there. It's kind of floating. Some sort of conjuration magic. Oh, I knew there would be traps. Does anybody have any objections to me? No, do it. Okay. No, I'm going out Crawl, of the room please. Thank yes, you. thank you. Yeah. Yep, it's been a day. Who else remains in the room when Sid's doing this? I mean, I, I hate that you ask yeah. that in that tone. Because I mean, if it I... just needs to be me, that's fine. I don't know why it would occur to either Cherish or I yeah. to also leave the room. Okay. So God. you take out the bottle and throw it on the ground. Yeah. And it smashes, and there is just that... I mean, nothing really happens, but then you immediately know that something is so absolutely wrong, and it is wildly upsetting for all three of you as you immediately lose connections with your Forgebound items. Yeah. Yeah. Or Forgebound. Yeah. Shit. There is just a sudden absence and phantom limb. And it's it's really upsetting, but you know what happened. Yeah. Seems like a <sighs> civil rights violation. A little bit, yeah. I don't I don't say that. <laughs> they don't use these things willy nilly. Yeah. No. Like But is Oh god. Uh but as you throw this down and it shatters, you see two things occur. One yeah. Is Laluria Marrow Thief suddenly lets out a terrible shrieking scream and like clutches at her face and like curls down into a ball still facing the wall. And then there is another shout from behind you as appearing about 10 feet off the ground near the ceiling and then falling with a thunderous thud is Officer Ron Welm just appears out of nowhere and falls Whoa. to the ground. And then just scrambles uh, up, breathing really heavily. Officer Wilm, are you okay? What I, happened? I, uh, uh, what the fuck was that? Hey, he came right in, he just snapped his fingers, and then I wasn't... I was... Where was I? I don't... I don't... Where Dr. was I? Dr. Feinbrook? Uh, some guy with a... Yeah, uh, uh... Uh... And he's just, like, scatterbrained. He's not... Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got, no, no, no. I, just, I, like... It's okay. Just take it. Take a moment. Doing great. I got a comfort. Uh, well, I go to check on Laluria. Um, just try and check in. And you hear, as you get close to her, this just like low susurrus of breath. This, like she's trying to scream still, but doesn't have the breath for it. Um, just you're gonna be okay. Whatever spell was affecting you is gone. And she's non-responsive. The, the old mage said he left a trail of broken minds behind him. Maybe, hopefully, we weren't too late. Let's let's get him out of here. Yeah, I'm struggling. Yeah, uh, I can I can I literally just like pick her up and take her. Yeah, and as you, like, pick her up, she'll just, like, cling to you like a frightened animal. Koala bear. And Officer Whelm, despite being very shaken, seems otherwise unhurt. Um, okay. 
he was I'll keep like a apparently in some kind of just like dark <laughs> void and the way he's describing it cherish you think this was some kind of banishment spell yeah though you've never heard of one that's like semi-permanent like that yeah that's incredibly powerful um yeah and uh you know magic can have some you know uh, effects after the fact so don't be surprised if you're still a little shaky we was searching the belongings we'd gotten to through most of his stuff it was all random magic components reagents things like that there was a, a glass jar full of some contraband Luluria called it rhymestone yes he did oh, steal wow. some a few months ago he may, may have collected more maybe the same uh, and he just fucking walked straight into the room he didn't say anything he just flung up his hand and then I was gone I'm so sorry there was an explosion at the meeting place and I don't think it was planned but he certainly took advantage of it What is he? As he's, as Officer Wilm is kind of like staring at Laloria, and Officer Orchaser is like right next to you, Tears, sort of like mm -hmm. with a, a gentle hand near Officer Marrow Thief. He's a monster. <sighs> That's for damn sure. And the. Four of you plus your officer companions abscond from the the room. Uh, did Grawl, yeah. Grawl, did you see anything else magical in the room? I mean, I can look again. Um, I'm just waiting for the like field. Thing yeah. To, like, how long on. does that? It flickers and fades after a minute. Um, okay. And as soon as you leave the bubble, there are like a series of. <laughs> uh, like terrified gasps in or whatever the equivalent is from most of your forgebound items. Um <sighs> immediately That's upon better. upon regaining connection with Sadagar, I will I mean crawl by all means give your little eldritch sight. So that was condescending. It I didn't wow. mean for it to come out that wow. way. <laughs> okay, thing. Can you do your little thing? Um, but I'm also going to step in and I'm going to investigate the room with Sadagar, obviously. Okay. And Grawl, you want to give it another sweep with Detect Magic? Yeah, I'll, I'll try my best. Uh, that's a 21 for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's nothing else in this room that detects as magical. Um, there is like an oil lamp on a side table near the bed. This place is fancy. Uh, the thread count on these sheets is high. Um, this is clearly like an executive, uh, room of some kind, though it's not a suite. It is still just a hotel room. Um, but yeah, there's nothing else magical in this room that you detect. 
Uh, an investigation check, on the other hand, sweeping through the room using your eyes and the help of Sadagar, you are glancing around and you see that uh, there is a chest at the foot of the bed that has not been emptied. It has clearly been rifled through, and there are it looks like there are a couple of things missing, but it is by no means empty. There are uh, several yeah. other uh, finely folded suits in here. Uh, pocket squares akimbo, of course. Um, Burn them. <laughs> Burn them all. <laughs> there are... No, wait, you... until, wait until we're in front of him again and uh, then them. there are also several other books in here um you've actually seen this chest before yep i yeah. figured it some a, weird horrible thing told me that i yeah uh yeah you've seen this chest it was with phineas finebrook when he was on board the barges all those months mm -hmm. ago um and You'd seen all of these books before, though there is one distinctly missing that, if you remember, he was uh, very, very, very uh, attached to when people were manhandling it in his room. Yes. And that book is noticeably missing. But other than that, all of his belongings are still here. Uh, with a 21 investigation, yeah, you see that there are four other books here. There are several uh, suits, and uh, you see on the ground, it has rolled under the bed, but there is a bottle uh, that has a glowing white gem growth inside of it. And you would immediately recognize it as rhinestone. Hmm. Mm. Why it didn't detect as magic, you don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Does it look like it's glowing? It is actively glowing, yeah, and that's how Tirza finds it underneath the bed. Gotcha, okay. Does it, de does it like, detect as, like, the, like, negative? Uh, when Tirza pulls it out from under the bed, it's like the size of a mason jar. Is this kind of uh, double fist sized jar, and it looks mm -hmm. like one of those science experiments where you grow crystalline growths Crystals, yeah. inside mm -hmm. of a jar, except these are glowing with a soft white blue light that is actually kind of similar to the color of Tears's magic. Um, mm. And yeah, it actively it. it detects as void. As void. Like everything so inside the jar is. Uh, nothing. So he's trying to create his own rhinestone? Maybe. But... That can't be good. And you can see at the bottom of this jar there is a lump of stone that looks like the rhinestone has grown out of. Does it look like distinctly different, or is it just like a rock? If you had to, I mean, give me a nature roll. Okay, nature's a thing I'm good at. <laughs> I don't know how much Grawl knows about rocks. Nothing, apparently. <laughs> what do you got? I got a one. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. This is you a rock, You know so everyone. little about rocks that yeah. it actively hurts you. <laughs> what is this? What is this tough earth? I have. It's I like now dirt have a headache. Hard. 
It's dirt, but it's strong. It yeah. worked. It works out. Is this food? Can I eat this? I could I'm, eat I'm, this. I'm, 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 it tastes like. Sli- this looks like a rock I've eaten before. <laughs> it's rock candy. Mm. <laughs> See how Grawl um, just shrugs. I, I guess know. we could just take it with us I, for now. The, yeah, like the books. I... The, the books are magic books, or are they just regular like reading books? You don't know. They don't have titles on the spines. I want them. Yeah, I sure. I know that Grawl has his weird book thing that I don't understand, so I'll toss those to him. I'll just power. <laughs> what do they say? What do they say? Well, we could put them in the bag of holding for now and mm-hmm. get... Because the there are four, like, are. big, thick encyclopedia-type book books. Yeah, let's, uh, and let's get the two Haven Guard to safety? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great. Okay. So you go back out into the I'm hall. taking all of his clothes. Fuck That's, that guy. Yes. You do what you yes. want. Yes. Oh, oh. Tears you my new second favorite. Um, as soon as stuff is out of the chest, uh, if detect magic is still up, you'll see that his clothing does detect as magical as well. I just lost you there, Mike. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, as soon as the clothing is up out of the chest, Grawl would notice that the clothing detects as magical as well. Mm, yeah, because... Yeah, but it doesn't detect as magical while it's in the chest. Correct. And they look exactly the same when you pull them out. Yeah, they look the same. Like, I want to take these to Omatep. I mean, they probably just have illusion magic on them. Yeah, but what if they make you like? It uh, gives you a pocket full of uh, illusion, uh, like illusory, like platinum <laughs> or whatever. I mean, you know, okay, that's how you, you can afford you to go. I don't know why. Yeah. Why not have it? You know. Okay, um, so you stuff the clothing into the bag of holding as well? Or are you just carrying a pile of clothing? Probably just stuff it in the bag of holding. Yeah, it can go in the bag of holding. Okay. If I yeah. could take the whole chest, I would, because I just... Do you want to try to take the leaving whole chest? Leaving this guy... No, because I'm going to carry the officer. Okay. I'm just mad, and I don't want him to have any resources or any... Alright, so whoever has the bag of holding record that you have uh, four Finebrook books and four Finebrook suits. Who has the bag of holding at this point? Um, I, I think it's I actually had, me. I think you have it now. I yeah. have been carrying it. Yeah, so and I should probably be writing down what's in it anyway, just generally speaking, but... Um, well, Lisman, you were keeping ask... a list before, yes? Yeah. So at some point you will need to consolidate these lists. Yeah, Yeah. make a Google Doc. (laughs) That would be super good. Yeah, I will. Fine book suits. All right, so you have the officers. What is your destination now? As you have secured the booty. Um, I mean, Uh, is the carriage still like the paddy wagon is still like extant? Uh, yeah, it's nearby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll... I guess we'll defer to um Oscar. Okay. Yeah, Officer Orchaser would say he needs to get these two back to headquarters to have a yeah. medic look yeah. at I mean, them. That's why. That's why. Yeah, I makes sense. So yeah, we'll do that. 
Okay. Uh, he, with your help, he will load them into the back of the the police wagon. Um, not like chained to the benches that are in there, but he will load them both because they're neither of them are really in a condition to ride super well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he will direct the axe beaks back towards that tower that you'd teleported to <laughs> uh, a little over an hour ago. Uh, Our lives are real stressful. Yeah. Like constantly so, yeah. Uh, moving back in that direction, you see that the, the tower of the Haven Guard that had been set up here is now, like, thoroughly swamped with Haven Guard that are, like, kind of just pouring into this chunk of the city mm -hmm. via this teleportation circle, and the mages mm -hmm. inside look ragged and exhausted. Uh, but um, as they see this cart approaching, they're just going to pick themselves up and go, yep, yeah, okay, one more. Uh, obviously, Sid, the hat got reset again. So oh, I'm assuming oh. you're now Jeffathy again. Yes. <laughs> before I'm just establishing that before mm -hmm. we get to this. Yes, I, I would have definitely done that. And uh, you'll have noticed that uh, Officer or Chaser definitely saw your face when the yeah. hat oh, went yeah. down. Uh, but then just like Gave you a, a solid look and a nod, as though, like, he already knew. Yeah. Solid okay. Dude. You eventually find yourselves back at the headquarters of the Haven Guard, pulling back out into the main courtyard of their keep that they have here in the Dustflower District, having teleported across the city yet again. The... Haven Guard headquarters here is a flurry of activity as officers are moving uh, to and fro. There is a core of medic officers that are pouring past you into this, <laughs> call it what it is, wizard's tower uh, to be teleported off to another chunk of the city. This seems like way more activity than is necessary for uh, what is happening because that, that situation seems to have been taken care of. So the, the amount of activity you're seeing is excessive, it seems like. Do, do I hear... There's another murder! Do I hear anybody talking? Uh, like any, any conversation? Uh, uh, Haven Guard yelling back and forth orders or anything like that? Uh, it seems as though the vast majority of them are heading to... Uh, night side. Interesting. Hmm. So, yeah. There's this jeweler named Shemeshka over in Nightside, and turns out she's super. <laughs> Better oh, go arrest her. Super duper evil. Um. Yeah, I guess, like, should we. Like, I front desk to, to uh officer yeah officer yeah. or chaser has brought the wagon over to the uh like the the medicus station it's basically like an infirmary here at the keep um and he is unloading his compatriots but you are free to do as you please your horses are still here by the way yeah mm -hmm. um do i see commander keel uh, he is in the middle, he is in the thick of everything, kind of directing people. Um, he will immediately notice your approach, 
Uh, you are all very obvious and stick out in yeah. this place. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, as you approach, he will uh, have a grim look on his face. Same, dog. Yeah. Commander? I take it the arrest of Phineas Feinbrook did not go as planned. Not even remotely. Nope. But he attacked two of your officers. Are they being saw seen after? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Well, there has been another Harrowman killing. We were not made aware of this one until after the fact. Apparently they had received their warning not long after the last victim. Though the pattern has changed now. There's a pattern? Yeah, there. it was yeah. a, a week, was mm -hmm. it? Right, yeah. yeah. Where they got the message and then they were terrorized until they died. Until they died, okay. It's only been five days. <sighs> well... <laughs> Did you get useful information from our um our uh, what's the word? Accomplice. Uh, captive. Yeah. captive. Captive, thank you. I don't know about useful, but it has certainly raised some eyebrows. I didn't get any of that. Yeah, sorry, cut out. I don't know about useful, but it has certainly raised some eyebrows. What? How so? This individual that is currently in one of our cells, our anti-magic cells, died as soon as they appeared inside the cell. When their body was removed, they immediately returned to life. There is something animating this person. Otherwise, they would be dead. Some magic that keeps their mind intact. This is not a simple undead. It is some sort of revenant. We have them contained though there was an incident in the holding cells when all of this was discovered. Nobody was seriously hurt. Nothing a little magic can't fix. But seeing as we do not have a safe and secure environment in which to interrogate them, it has made asking questions rather difficult. I mean, is there anything that we can that can be said for this latest killing? I mean, he was with us the whole time. And his eyes will shoot over to Jeffrey. Yeah. yeah. And he will say, 
This is evidence enough in my book. I will clear it with the courts, but... Whether or not it will sway public opinion is another matter entirely. Oh, good. So you'll be hearing from our lawyer for defamation. <laughs> As I told you before, I, don't, I have I don't no control <laughs> over what the broadsheets print. That's... Okay. He will just say that regardless of what you say. Because like, uh... yeah, he, he, he wishes he could help, but... There is not a lot he can do to, like, yeah, he can clear your name, but whether or not that, like, publicly clears Sid Emberlight is another matter entirely. That's yeah. why you don't publicly really... whatever, it's fine. <laughs> uh, that's good, at least. It seems to me that maybe whoever published the broadsheet Perhaps there's a connection there. Maybe that's part of the framing of Sid Emberlight. The story that ran in the broadsheets was rather convenient in its timing. I simply was aware of the stories that were going to run. I was not made privy to who had provided them. Right. I just think there's a chance that maybe that's all connected. Perhaps I will have my investigators looking into it. But in the meantime, there is still a killer on the loose. Yes. Who was this latest victim? It was... the leader of a local gang known as the Queensman. Known as the what? The Queensman. Oh. Oh. Hmm. That's strange. Yes, indeed. We had not been given any forewarning to this, but they are clearly a victim of the harem, and they were killed in public in the middle of the Queen's Court. There were many witnesses. When did this happen? Hours ago. Hours ago? Just as you were leaving. Interesting. The mode of death is the same. Screams, shouts, blood from the eyes, nose, ears. They collapsed. There were witnesses from the Divine Athenium, as well as other members of their entourage and members of the public that happened to be in the graveyard at the time. If you wish to continue to aid in our investigations, it would be appreciated, but I understand if this clearing your name frees you to move on to 
whatever it is the old mage has you doing. Am I... Do I need... Does Sid Emberlight still need to remain remain in hiding? At least for the next day, as we work out the paperwork. With my word, we should be able to push through a clearing of your name. As well as some written testimonies that we need to gather before you leave. Well, if you need anything, let us know. As I said, if you could see the desk sergeant before you leave. Okay, sorry. Mm -hmm. I missed that bit. We can get mm -hmm. the written testimonies from the three of you, as well as your forge bond items. Okay, just point us in the right direction. Thankfully, it seems as though we also have many witnesses who were at the incident that occurred when you attempted to arrest Phineas Finebrook, so that should be able to help corroborate. My yeah. officers included. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, okay, so you go see the death sergeant, give some sworn testimony. Uh, any of your forge-bound items that are capable of verbal communication are also... Uh, apparently that is a legal form of testimony that can be given. Um, Great. Great. Storm, I Stormpiercer. Yes, yeah, Stormpiercer. You want to like, go for like, it? Stormpiercer yeah. has so much to. Stormpiercer and there is an officer who can cast uh, telepathy that can speak with Maz. Oh, great! You're muted. I mean, Maz's testimony would probably be like, it takes a keen mind and a, a you know <laughs> planning to carry out such a magical prowess to carry out such a. A, uh, a string of murders, and Sid Emberlight is not nearly intelligent enough to she's, pull that off. She's, she's like, if any of this <clears throat> group uh, were to murder anybody, it would definitely be Cherish. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, you're not helping! <laughs> Actually, Maz's testimony is terse and to the point, and she seems very off-put by talking to anybody else. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Oh, poor thing. Especially, especially uh, law enforcement officers, it seems. She's very uncomfortable talking That's... to them. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, uh, you spend a couple of hours here at the station providing sworn testimony. You eventually pass uh, Oscar Orchaser, who is also giving his testimony to some notaries here at the station. Um... Apparently they're going to he's going to go out and gather some more testimonies for from some officers that he saw at the scene as well. Mm -hmm. And with all of that, they should be able to uh, get Sid's name clear most likely by tomorrow. Okay, though again, what the papers print and what the legal documents say are two totally different things. Yeah, yeah. So, it is now the mid-afternoon of the 25th of Ember. You're probably looking at a few hours of daylight left, but you find yourselves in the Dustwater District, just off the main drag. Sid Emberlight's name 
having been effectively cleared, but with a killer still on the loose, and many more dangling questions hanging around you. <coughs> what is your next step? I mean, we should probably start heading to the other side of the city. Just, you know, on our to to leave. Yeah. Where are you heading? I mean, I mean, I would like to I would like to just to to drop this blood off at some point. Probably not today. We're probably not going to get to that today. But um, if we could maybe, I don't know. That is over a night side. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on which way you want to get out of the city. If you want to take the quickest way up north to head towards Enclave, you would head through the Dustwater District, up through a small graveyard that borders Dustwater and Green Terrace, and then over through Green Terrace to the road leading north out of the city. Which is mm -hmm. not going to take you anywhere near Nightside. Yeah. And that is a two-day trip just by itself. It's that way up out of the city. So. If it's really important to her, she'll find you. <laughs> That's a pretty good point. <gasps> I guess I could try to, like, well, I don't know. I can't, I don't have sending, so I can't really send a message to her. I guess I could find a courier. Yeah, that's absolutely something you could find. Dude, you, what if you send the blood through, like, the mail? That's awesome. <laughs> Here's how much have blood. <laughs> <laughs> like, that courier might yeah. die, but... <laughs> like, are they gonna look through and like search it, you know what I mean? Yeah. If if they do do that, then this is an awful fascist state, and we should have left <laughs> okay. days ago. Okay, but like, <laughs> you can't send blood through the mail in like the real world. I can't. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> if you just like have a parcel that you hand off to a, a courier, presumably you're paying them not to open your mail. And yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's true. I just, I just wanted to make sure it's important to me that you know that. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. Maybe uh, I'll look into that. Um. So, but yes, the thing we should do is leave. Okay. In my opinion, I'm not trying to railroad anybody, but I think that we should leave. I want to close the realm scar. Yeah, I... that's what I want to do. That's really our like. Yeah. Isn't anybody at all curious as to what Atticus Carter is up to? I mean, yes, yes but like, people are dying. I mean, people are dying here. I. Get that you don't want to maybe talk to your dad, but that's not what okay. this is. I mean, okay, and okay, and I I say people are dying, and it's 
you know, I get that people are dying here and everywhere in the valley. Death happens to all of us. But, I mean, this realm scar is, I think, is worse than maybe whatever's happening here. I mean, hell almost came to the drylands. It could be just as bad or worse up there. And if we, if we, stop what's happening here, then we're only putting... I mean, we're only putting band-aids on everything right now, but... Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like... We have to decide um, what's worse. And I think what's happening in Fair Aims here is worse. The thing it's for me is... If we don't close the realm scars, they're going to be too big for us to handle. I don't know how we're going to tackle those problems later. The longer they they wait, the worse they're going to get. But yeah. uh, we we know that this cult is. Oh, do we know that this cult is opening up the? Realm scars? If they're causing it, then we don't know that. We don't know that. We just know, know that know they've been the harrying. Yeah. They've, well, that they've been preventing the closing Rift keepers from. Yeah. Based on oh, all that you've thanks. seen so far, you know that at the first realm scar you went to, the cult was using whatever was happening with the realm scar to. Basically, just use the side effects of the Realm Scar to their advantage by creating, like, hyper intelligent winter wolf cultists. Yeah. You know, at the second Realm Scar you visited, the cultists there were Jeremiah Payne's cultists, not even true cult cultists. And what they were doing was trying to prevent the Realm Scar from getting any bigger. Right. Which, unfortunately, was. I mean, they were doing a fairly okay job, but it was overtaking them pretty quickly. You've heard that the cultists up in the Eastwood are using the the wilding, the, the spreading mm -hmm. primeval influence of the Realm Scar there to create horrible uber-dire monsters. Like, yeah. yeah. And that the Realm Scar to the south is, is flooding flooding right? and producing demons that the cultists are apparently working in league with or at least that's what's been spotted down there been reported yeah and there are also like lots of people going to the south to try to stem the tide that's occurring there yeah Including, but not limited to, the B-team of Threadless, or at least some of them. A certain auger bearer by the name of Agni Brandbearer. And uh, lots of other mercenary companies, it was reported, were heading down there as well. Also, maybe Neta. And maybe Neta. Though she said she her priority was going to go to the, the Drylands first. Yeah. I just... We have 
resources in Stormhaven that we that the people of Fair Aemsir, the people of the Eastwood don't have. We're the only people seemingly who can take care of this. I mean effectively. And Yeah, I agree with Grawl. If things get too out of control, we might not be able to take care of it anymore. I was just really hoping that we would be able to catch the harem before we left. Because without the heroin caught, there's always going to be the doubt, you know. Are you making this about you again? No. See, it's very important to me how this city views me. I think they'll forgive you a little bit if you go save ev everyone from another rift. It's more important than people's lives? I'm not saying that it's more important. I'm just saying that stuff is happening here. Mm-hmm. So if I just, we don't stop the the rifts, there's not going to be a Stormhaven left. Yeah. You're right. It's just the <laughs> the reputation that I have built here the goodwill that I've created with these, with these people by helping them. I just, I didn't have anything. I was nothing before I became this hero. And now, if I don't, if I don't even have that, then nobody again. Like I don't I don't have a town where people you know love me like like you do cherish um I mean okay. I wouldn't say that people well, love me just crawl yeah, like I mean hands tears up uh yeah bud um <laughs> Uh, I'm, and sorry. Also, I'm sorry, that's, that's funny. And and also, like, cherish without any sense of self-worth. And why is that a problem? <laughs> <laughs> Sid, we... 
we're doing good. We're saving the valley. <laughs> no, I, I agree. You're all right. I just didn't think whatever we should go shallow accolades are nothing compared to true connection and I I thought that we all had that with each other And Sid, you're going to be able to write a really good book if you close more rifts. I'm just saying. This is all very dashing, actually, to be falsely accused of a crime. Mm -hmm. Then come back and, and save everyone anyway. I mean, that's what I was thinking in the first place, you know? Like... Mm -hmm. I mean, I know plenty of stories <laughs> like that. I mean... They're, they are very popular. I just, you know, I, I assumed that, like, I was going to catch the Harrowman because how hard could it have been? And then, you know, I mean, I like, tried, as I was I bringing them it. in, take off the hat and be like, yes, I'm the one who, you know, but that's at least how it would have been in, you know, well, usually the in those Horatio types Everlight of, books. Usually in those types of narratives, though, there isn't a larger overarching problem that the hero has to solve. It's usually just the domestic um, falsely accused of murder. You're actually like, you know, yeah, I mean, I've got like saving a lot multiple to towns do, right. at one time. It's more like True. the hero comes back in the end and says, I haven't actually been here the whole time. Cause I've been out, you know, killing demons and stuff. So, so there's a murder. There's a murder here. What, what? So what you're telling me, is that we go, we close these rifts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I learn how to do it from, mm -hmm. I, I learn how to do it. Mm -hmm. We close the rifts and we return even more powerful. And we take out this Atticus card with our newfound power and restore my honor in the city of, of Stormhaven. You're right, Cherish. By gods, you're right. Let's yep. do this. Uh, he like strides off and the three yeah. of us are just like, what <laughs> just <laughs> happened? It's like, if that's what it takes, you know, to get him to like, want to save people, then sure. You know, we'll work with what we have. Everyone's got their own love language and his yeah. apparently is just him just agreeing with himself. <laughs> At least it was. At least it was the idea that. At least it was apparently my idea. That's nice. Right, right, right. Yeah, Self gratification is Sid's love language. His idea. Yeah. <laughs> Fame and self gratification. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Like Sid. Yeah. Sid's awesome. <laughs> so you strike northward, heading towards yes. Green Terrace and the northern road out of Stormhaven. Mm-hmm. All right. There's still a couple of days travel through the city itself. And beyond that, there will be days more between here and Enclave. And then once you're at Enclave, 
What mysteries await you in the Eastwood remain to be seen. Savage dangers, to be sure. Strange mysteries of planar disturbances. And good old Darren Dunn, of course, <laughs> are all waiting for you up yes. in the Eastwood. But in the meantime, you have cleared the name of Sid Emberlite. You have confronted several uh, creatures and entities that would seek to drag you down, both spiritually and physically. Uh, you have overcome a great many challenges on the road here to the city at the center of all things. And as you make up your mind to depart, you all hit level nine. So way to go. Yay! <laughs> I guess, I guess facing off against like the, the dark will of a God does that sort of thing. Fuck yeah. I don't do it. Five D six for sneak attack. <laughs> Oh my uh, god. But all of those things and more will have to wait till next time on yes. Material Components because, as always, you can find us on Twitter at MatcomRPG. That's spelled M A T C O M R P G. We also have an email address, which is MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. Oh, sorry. I'm first. Sorry. I was like, I get a fifth level spell slot. We're already. Uh, Wait a week. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. Um, Yeah, I'm not sick anymore. So I got I got irons in the fire. I'm go I gotta make stuff. (laughs) Making stuff. Making stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Hey. Uh. Sorry. I'm also just like. What do I get? What do I get? Um, uh, yeah, I already I'm... figured mine out. Keep it in your character sheet for at least the next <laughs> yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> I'm at, uh, I'm on Twitter at cryoutolivia. Um, come, like, tell me how to apologize to Sid for that really mean dig about his dad I just did. I don't know where that came from. That was yeah, like full it's... Olivia bitchiness. Especially <laughs> when Sid finds out that you know about. Like, I know. Everything. Oh it's my god! Fucking it's hit so you. Good. Like Anyways. we all know now, except for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like cool. That moment good. In like uh like some sort of like uh video game or anime where the two of them are for some reason dancing at a party, and that's the moment she decides to spill all the beans. Well, <laughs> there's still yeah. time. Oh, we uh, we passed time. that moment. That happened. I know. Yeah, yeah I know. it could have. Yeah. <laughs> At that um, point, it wasn't. I hadn't been given official permission to. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, yeah. If you uh-huh. want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can do so at the Readimus. Um, tweet at me or message me on Instagram about uh, better ways I could have vivisected this uh, <laughs> smoky angel boy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I'm not really on social media, so you don't have to look out for me at all. But what you can do instead, uh, which would really, really help us out, is rate and or, or, or review our podcast on whatever platform you are listening to it on. Uh, it's really, really important for us that we, you know, get some get reviews and just have people tell us what they think. Um, it helps so increase please... the visibility of the show by getting reviews. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really going to help us out. And um, if you do, uh, we will return the favor 
And um, so when you uh, rate our show, uh, include in the uh, subject line a name of an NPC. And then we can put that MP NPC into the show. It's so uh, I will do please, that. Please do that. Do it. Yes, thank you. Uh, and while you're at it, you can also find me on Twitter at MKGurgoni, where I am up to, well, not a whole lot, because I'm too busy running another Twitter account, which is for our good, good friend Omatep, over at NPC underscore AN, uh, because even when he is not dealing with angry gods and serial killers and all the ramifications, those things... Mm have when you leave them behind without really resolving them, he is, of course, an important NPC. <laughs> Clocks tick. It's true, they do. And uh, the Eastwood awaits. And all of the lovely things we'll find at Fair Ames here, I cannot wait. But, Puppy. in the meantime, thank you all so much for listening. And as yeah. always, the world is chaos. So please, be kind to one another. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.